Hello and welcome to the Meet and Fries Movie Podcast. Hello everyone, I'm Gavin. I'm Ian. And uh, as you might have guessed, we are a movie podcast. We talk about movies and movie related shit. And uh, so we got a bunch of news, and then we're gonna follow up with some movie reviews. Uh, we are very, we're very up to date this time around. Yeah, or at least you are. Yeah, you I'm are. enthusiastic as well by the sounds of things. <laughs> I was just rubbing my forehead as I said that. You know, it's, it's always a great way to start these kinds of things. Yeah, we're drilling. The neighbors, uh, the neighbors drilling, but it feels like the neighbors fucking drilling into my skull. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, on this week's show, uh, Hot Off the Presses will be reviewing Disney's and Marvel's Big Hero 6. Is Marvel still involved? Yeah. Was the Marvel logo there? Didn't I can't they... remember, but there's def- definitely another thing that really puts a stamp on it as a Marvel movie. Yeah. I can't say what it is, but right, right, it does, right. it's definitely... Cause I, I know because it's, there, it's was, a, there was this whole thing with... It's a Marvel uh, property, as far as I knew. It was a, it, it is originally a Marvel property, but um, there was... This whole thing with Marvel and Disney, where Marvel ended up taking their name off of it. I can't. I didn't and, know um, the beginning. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Marvel, Marvel took their name off off of the film. Uh, so now, if you have any of the original comics, apparently they're going for oh. uh, quite a pretty price on Amazon on uh, eBay. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll also res- uh, review Interstellar this week, and I'll do a quick re- a quick look back at uh, Book of Life, which came out a week or two ago. And uh, I'll do a really quick review of uh, Joe. <laughs> it's kind of old after someone says, you know, Big Hero 6, Interstellar, and I'll do Joe. Yeah. Yeah, which came out a while ago. Cool. So it's been a few weeks since we were on the air. Yeah, it's been a little while. And There's been, uh, like, massive announcements. It's a metric shit ton of news that is, 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 is pursuant to our interests. Yes. Uh, we should probably kick off. I mean, I think we should kick off with the one that kind of stuck out to me first, which was the we had the first trailer for the Avengers: Age of Ultron. Yes. Yes. Did you spot the Pinocchio song straight off? Uh, yes. Yes, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I, I blew a friend's mind with that. He was like, "What?" No, I um, the first thing the first thing that popped in my mind. I mean, first of all, it's a, it's a great it's a great it's a great teaser. Yeah. Uh, the first thing that popped into my head is James Spader has the best voice in the world. Yeah. Uh, second thing is. This looks like Avengers One. <laughs> yeah, the the slow mo shots of people running and stuff because those are the shots with, that are completed. Yeah, it's exactly the same with the first Avengers where they had all those things of the cars being blown sideways by the Shatari, but they hadn't got the laser bolts put in in the first trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is the same as that. Yeah. No, I think, but also it's the um, it's the color palette, you know. And and this is part, it's not. I wouldn't say it's a problem with Marvel movies. It's just something that's kind of come to be with Marvel films. I think that's one of the reasons why everyone liked Guardians of the Galaxy so much is that the color palette was slightly different. It was mm. slightly, uh, uh, it was a different world, a different universe, whereas everything else up until that point with Captain America and Iron Man and Thor had those same use of the same like primary colors mm. that went into the Avengers. And because of that, you know, I mean, no knock on the the quality of the films or entertainment value of the films, but the films start to look the same. Yeah. And with um, the teaser for Avengers two, um, it's it's suffered it's from more that. of the same. Of yeah. The same. I mean, that that was another thing that I noticed is that it was just yeah, it's more of the same. Um, I have no doubt it'll be good. Yeah. But as far as trailers go, um, aside from James Spader. I didn't. I wasn't that riled up about it. What the fuck were the ballerinas doing there? Yeah, that's so. There's this, there's there's this, this random thing, shot of ballerinas going shot. on point, and then it cuts to anti-aircraft guns. Something like that. It's just like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> and that, and that really sort of took me out of it. It's like, 
What's going on here? Is there that little footage done that you need to cut to a bit of people doing it? Well, the more you look at it, the less sense it makes. Because, like, there's, there's all this kind of monastery looking around, but yeah. there's no indication of what they're looking for. It's just like Captain America kicks down a door kicks dramatically down door. Yeah. and on an empty room. Yeah. <laughs> there's nothing there. Yeah, you gotta... Sh- I mean, I, I get it. It's yeah. a teaser. Yeah. It's a teaser. There's still a ways... There's still a ways away anyway from releasing the film. So, like I said, I have no doubt it'll be good. I'm still gonna fucking go. Yeah. I'm just like, what the fuck are the ballerinas for? And it has to be said, Marvel handled it pretty well because it was supposed to be released yeah. on an episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And then it got leaked. It got leaked, so... And uh, they, they... They got on that. They, and did you see how they tweeted about that? Uh, no. They... Uh, it was it was very nicely done. They, they just said, like... Uh, it was something along the lines of, like, Damn it, Hydra... Oh, yeah, I did see that. I thought that was a very, very clever way to handle it. Yeah, and they got it out like within like 24 hours, which is a much better way to handle that yeah. stuff. And yeah. then when the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was on, they added an extra scene. Yeah. Did you see the extra scene? Yes, I did. So it's them trying to pick up the hammer. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, cute. yeah. It was very nicely done. Yeah. Uh, I loved um, Thor's expression when Captain America... Moves it slightly. Moves it slightly. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> that was very nicely done. Uh, and uh, Black Widow's line was was pretty cool too. Doesn't I don't need to. I, I, I don't need. I don't need to, yeah. to know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Ultron looks great. They've actually done a really nice job. And like that shot of him at the end. Mm-hmm. He's got eyebrows now, which mm-hmm. is great. Mm-hmm. He's not just con- constantly mouth open, but they yeah. still managed to give him some semblance of that design. Yeah. And you know, James Spader just his voice is just amazing. <laughs> yeah, it just oozes through the speakers. <laughs> Uh, and then, of course, there's the Hulkbuster outfit, which looks kind of badass as well. Yeah, yeah. It does look like it goes onto his normal armor, though. Yeah. It's kind of bits closing on a smaller head. Yeah. He's got a bigger, a smaller yeah. head inside his bigger head. Yeah. Which kind of makes sense, I suppose. I mean, yeah. you know, but, uh, but even like Whedon has said that he, that, that's in there pretty much just for the fans. Yeah. Because that wasn't his generation. Hmm. Which, for anyone who's seen Spider-Man 3. Yeah, I was just thinking, yeah, Spider-Man 3. Yeah, it's like, I want to do the Vulture and Sandman. How about you do Venom? That's not my generation. Oh, look, I've made the worst Spider-Man movie of all time. Well, up until Amazing I know, but, I know, but then but then again, um, you know, like, that's just one guy. You still have to answer to the studio, whereas Marvel, you know, Mar- you know, Marvel Studios, they, they, they got their own, they got their own committee of people who know what they're doing. And they've a lot on. They've got a lot on. It's, so, they've got so much on, I'm, I'm, I'm almost tired. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just exhausting. It's too much. <laughs> it's too much. Like, you know, the, you know, the, you know, like, uh, in the world of aliens and movies like that, you know, the, and Blade Runner, the corporations rule everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. I didn't realize that the initial skirmishes of this wouldn't be like, you know, arms manufacturers and all that kind of shit. It would be Marvel and DC yeah. pissing all overall each other with their movie release schedules. Yeah, I mean, when DC announced their schedule, well, when Warner Brothers announced the DC slate. Yeah, on, um, a, on an investment call or something like that. Yeah, you know, it's like, even call. even looking at that, you're like, I'm excited, but how's this going to work? Yeah. You know, um, whereas... So I, I, another podcast I listened to was talking very clearly, said, like, they're running before they can walk. Yeah. They're basing the entire universe on Man of Steel, which was okay. Yeah. And, um, and they're setting an entire universe up in Batman v Superman, which has no choice but to be amazing. Yeah. If it's anything less than that... It'll be thermonuclear egg on the face. <laughs> like, there would just be murders at, at the Warner Brothers uh, board meetings. Oh, that, you know, it's going to be the Wall Street crash. I mean, yeah. People are going to be leaping out the windows. This could, be the, this could be the end of the superhero movie as we know it. <laughs> uh-huh. I have a... I got a... There's a... There's a 
Comics Alliance have a great uh, infographic that they've just basically lined everything up because mm-hmm. you can go through them individually, but just line them up by year. Mm-hmm. It's fucking nuts. So this year we get Big Hero Six. Next year, May first, Age of Ultron, Ant Man. Next year, which wasn't mentioned at all. Is this? Are you talking just about Marvel or uh, in between all Fox is in here as well? Well, then you missed uh, Batman. Batman v Superman is. Uh, oh no, no, that's two thousand sixteen. That's two thousand sixteen. That's right. So yeah. next year we get Avengers, Ant Man, and Fantastic Four. Okay, that's all. That's all that's confirmed for next year so far. Yes, yes, yes. And that's leads to August. So yep. 2016. Then we get Deadpool in February, and then we get Batman, Batman v Superman, Superman in March. March, and then we get uh, Captain America, Civil War, Civil War. How do they fit Civil War? <laughs> How do you fit Civil War in one Captain America film? Yeah, it's going to be all covered in Agents of Shield. Jesus Christ! I'm, well, I guess the, I guess the show needs the ratings. Yeah. Well, it's doing better now. It's more now that it's found its footing. Like having to wait for Captain America two was the worst thing that could have happened to that show. Yeah, I guess. And like they got Mockingjet, Mockingbird in it and stuff like that. And they're they're doing more with it now. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um. But yes, yeah, so, so the, the Marvel announced they're going to do Civil War, which is like there's a very modern tinge to what they're doing. Yeah. Like. Fair enough, they've got Ultron, which is like, they've had, what, 64 million different Ultron stories over the years? Yeah. But in Guardians of the Galaxy was the most recent version of it. Yeah. Um, they're going to redo Civil War in the comics, apparently, in order to kind of refresh people's minds a bit. And aren't they also redoing Secret Wars? I don't know. I think that was a joke. Is it a joke? That's because uh, uh, I stopped reading the comics. By the way, after yeah. a while, I'm just like, you know what? Fuck you guys. There's <laughs> just too much shit. Yeah. <laughs> I I I'll look for if I hear a good run, I'll pick. I'll, it up. I'll go on Comicsology and see what's for free. I'll, yeah. I'll, yeah. Read, <laughs> I'll read that shit. Yeah. I do that the same. Just download the free stuff and like every one, every once in a while, like if I'm if I'm online and I've been drinking, I'll be like, <laughs> you know, I'll be like, you know, what's this bundle? <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy 1 to 30 for hours. <laughs> Even though I've got it on my shelf. <laughs> I had that on during the week. It was like a whole load of Grant Morrison comics, but it's from Animal Man, Flex Mentalo. Week oh, yeah, week. I saw that bundle. Yeah. You see, it's not a good idea to, to online shop no. when, it's when, actually, with a bottle of whiskey next year. No, it's <laughs> great, actually, that Amazon, because they don't want to share any money with... I, I look at uh, on my Comixology on my iPad, uh-huh. and Amazon don't, didn't want to... Once Amazon bought Comixology, they didn't want to share any money with Apple. Because uh-huh. if I make a purchase through that, Apple get 30%. Right. So they just got rid of the, the buy button on your Comixology app, and you have to go to the web. So that has stopped me from buying a shit tons of comics because I got to I got to open the window. No, no, I, I stopped. I stopped after a while. I mean, like uh, after like two bundles, I'm like, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> I, the, I told you before the humble, hum, humble bundle stuff. I'm still reading those through those fucking Transformers comics I bought six months ago. Mm-hmm. Because most of them are genuinely awful. Yeah, it's like so, so, sometimes things just happen to you and and you go slightly nuts. Yeah. It's like after after that post credit sting of Guardians, I went on Comicsology and bought a bunch of Howard the Duck shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's. Uh, like, just even though I knew what <laughs> I'd read it, yeah, you know, and then and then I bought it, and then I was like, I was looking forward to reading it again. And then when I read it, I'm like, I've read this, <laughs> and then it all poured back into your skull the whole yeah, future. Yeah, because yeah. sometimes I mean, like I forget a lot of comics I've read, mm. and then like you know, like you know, you know, back in the day when you had ridiculous fucking. 
12 issue series, you know, and all that sort of stuff. And, right. I, and you can ask me any of these series, I'll be like, I've, I've forgotten what it's about. Fuck, I, 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 I read the first issue and I'll remember the whole day. I read the Infinity Gauntlet a month or two ago and I will probably can't remember right now. Yeah, yeah. If you ask me to explain the Infinity Wars, yeah. I, I can't do it. Well, we'll get to that. So, <laughs> Civil War, they're changing it a bit because everyone knows who the fuck everyone is. Yes. Uh, whereas the whole Civil War was more, you know, the X-Men and Spider-Man and stuff like that not wants to give up their civilian identities to the government. Yes. So they're going yes. to change that a bit. I think that they said that it's more going to be about who they report to. Yes, right. And Tony Stark will be in that because we're not going to get Iron Man 4. Yeah. Yeah. May 27th, we get X-Men Apocalypse. August 5th, so this is where DC kicks in, Suicide Squad, which is going to be directed by David Ayer, which is just like... Random. What? What is, you know... Just what the... What? Yeah, yeah, of course. Let's get, you know... The let's guy, get... Let's get the guy who did End of Watch, you know, and... Uh, uh, sabotage. And Sabotage. And that's... We're going to do Suicide Squad before we he do Wonder Woman. He also directed Fury. Yes. And you seen that yet? No? I haven't seen Fury. I've but heard very I've, good things. I've heard good things about it. I've heard the ending's a bit off. I've heard it's a good good war film. Mm. As far as war films with a tank are concerned, you could do a lot worse. Mm. Uh, but uh, they're also trying to get... A ridiculous cast. I mean, they're they're going for Will Smith and Tom Hardy, and um, as who? Will know, Smith I, is Catman. I don't fucking know. Like for Suicide Squad, they're going for Will Smith and Tom Hardy. I don't know if any of them have signed on. Tom Hardy is Captain Boomerang. I have no fucking idea. Captain Boomerang's the Australian racist guy, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, Tom Hardy's English. Yeah. Well, so so it's kind of like yeah, they're kind of. He played Mad Max. He can do it. Yeah, that's he's true. playing Mad Max. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's just an odd choice. Yeah, it's very bizarre. Um, and then Doctor Strange. November 4th, yeah. Yep. Then Sinister Six, which... Fuck that movie. That's not going to yeah, happen, yeah, yeah. is it? That's going to get cancelled next fuck, year. Fuck that movie. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Yeah. No, no, I mean, it'll happen. It has to happen because... Sony, Sony has to make something. They need to keep the rights. So, yeah. I mean, the movie's going to come out. I'm just not going to go see it. I can't yeah. be asked. Uh, then we move into 2017. Wolverine 3. <laughs> Such a great thing for a podcaster to say. I'm not watching that. Yeah. You know, what if you're going to review it? I'll make it up. There's been something... Re- I think... Watching Annabelle reignited, watching, wanting to watch horror movies, and I'm just looking back, like, for some reason, I, oh, someone tweeted they were watching I Saw the Devil, and that reminded me I still haven't watched House of the Devil. Oh, which yeah. Which is an 80s ass horror movie yes, that was yes, made yes, recently. Yes, yes. And then I saw like the trailer. West. Yeah, I saw the tra- trailer for Insidious Chapters. Yeah, there's a lot of movies we don't see. <laughs> no, there's a lot of movies. There's, yeah. there's, well, I mean, <laughs> we're, we're reaching peak content. Movies are just, you know, I mean, it's 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 mass production at the moment. It's yeah. impossible to watch everything. I'm I'm amazed that you get through as much as you get through. The amount of TV you watch, it's like yeah, but they're hour long thing. But that's literally that's all the TV yeah, I watch. Yeah, that's if you watch like a single episode. You know, what I mean, yeah, you watch seasons at a go. I don't know how you do it. Don't have a real job. <laughs> <laughs> That'll help. So March third, we get Wolverine three, which. Is that, what's his name? Uh, oh, who directed the last one? James Mangle. Is Mangle doing yeah. this one as well? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's solid. May 5th, Guardians of the Galaxy's moved up. I think it was originally going to be August or something like that. Yep. So, yep. we get Guardians of the Galaxy 2. There's rumors Hulk might be end up in that. They kind of half-assed through a Planet Hulk storyline. Mm-hmm. Maybe. June 25th that year, we get Wonder Woman. Yep. Um... The going with the she's the daughter of Zeus storyline now she's not made out of clay because the made out of clay thing makes no fucking sense yeah and did you hear that it's probably going to be a the period piece a period piece set in the 20s yeah but not the Nazi stuff they've normally done no so I don't I don't I mean that's just a rumor there's yeah. no confirmation about that personally I don't think there's a script no 
You know, I mean, even when they were um, uh, interviewing fucking Jason Momoa, when he could finally talk about confirm Aquaman. that he was playing Aquaman, and they were like, you know, so you know, what are you doing in, in the movie? And it's like, I don't know. There's no script. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what I'm doing in Justice League. Yeah. They're still writing that shit. <laughs> uh, it's, it just feels rushed. Two, uh, so July 14th, 2017, that's when we get Fantastic Four 2. <laughs> then we got the first one, yeah. Yep. Well, that's Fox, they have to. Yep. July 28th, we get Thor, Ragnarok. Thor, Ragnarok, yep. So could this be the end of Chris Hemsworth's um, contract? Probably, probably. I mean, it's an int- it's a clever way to do it. Yeah. You know, if, uh, it's a clever, it's a clever way because these guys can't play these characters forever. No, and I mean, and it's unfair to expect them. I mean, they're really good at it. Yeah, but I mean, that's... I feel sorry for anyone who's going to take over from any of these guys. Yeah, because all of them are so well cast. Yeah, I feel so sorry for whoever is going to play Iron Man next. Yeah, I mean, because you know, it's like Robert Downey even... Jr. and Tony Stark have become. Yeah, but that's the thing. Know, like, I think. Right, and the comics, where when they, when they talked about introducing the female Thor, right, recently, there was also, Rhodes is Iron Man now, right? He's no longer War Machine. I think yeah. Tony stopped being Iron Man in the comics. Has he? I think that was the plan. And no, but, but it, I think it, Sam Will, it, and Sam Wilson now, or is it soon, is becoming Captain America. He will be Captain America, and Steve Rogers will age a bit, and be his coach or something like that. But is this something that they're doing, uh, you know, because, you know that that's like how it's going, or they're doing, or they're doing it because of the cinematic universe, and they know that they need to switch things up. I'd say it's a bit of both because they've done this that kind of kind of crap in the past already. Like Rogue yeah. was Iron Man yeah. for a long time. Yeah, other Iron Man. Yeah, I know, but you always go back to the original. Yeah. You always, you know, like people, people, other different people may put on the outfit and they'll fuck around and all that, but you can never run away from who the original Iron and Man once, is. And once the Disney perfect the cloning process they're using for Walt Disney, they'll get another Robert Downey Jr. and he'll come back in 2056. That's great. That's great. Nobody's gonna mind Walt Disney coming back. No, you know, no one's gonna mind that racist. <laughs> 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 History doesn't treat that guy nearly as kind as we like to think. Do you know Bob Odenkirk? <laughs> yes, Megan, yes, uh, yes, he's in yes. Breaking Bad as well, right? Yeah, 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 he's yeah. a book called A Load of Hooey. Oh yeah, I heard it. It's just a load of vignettes, and I heard it. He was, he's reading quotes from it. And he was talking about like abridged, unabridged he's quotes, Saul, right? In, yeah, yeah. Better Call Saul. Yeah, he was on the Nerdist, and he was talking about unabridged quotes. Uh-huh. And he's like, "Don't let any, the, the, the the original quote was, you know." Don't let anybody ever stop you from doing what you want to do. Walt Disney. That's the original quote. Yeah. And then it's like, wait, what? No, not you. I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to me. You can't do anything. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Back to the movie. So this is a long list. Uh, November 3rd, 2017, we get Black Panther. Yep. I don't know how that's going to work. I think it's going to work great. I mean, I saw someone showed me the clips. Of they the... had no choice. They had to do it. Yeah. They were coming under so much fire from from being from whitewashing the entire thing that they had two. They had two choices. They had Luke Cage and Black Panther. Luke Cage, they're already doing in Netflix. Yeah. So they had no fucking choice. You know, what I mean, and also Black Panther is a necessary sort of character to yeah. to, to do at this point. And he's cool, but he just. I never. I don't know. I don't and have I like any the, and, with I, and I like the concept art of how how his costume looks. I think it looks badass. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to. I just. I, I'm just worried about how they treat the concept. It's all. I mean, I trust them on tone, but like, I've never. I've never gotten into the Black Panther comics. I've no, heard no. there's plenty of them that are really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. So I just know when the Look. Avengers pop by in a cartoon or something, and it, it feels like a weird racist 
um, kind of parody. Yeah, the Avengers just happen to stop off in Africa, you know, and they, they get like the attacked. Wakandan, the, they, yeah. they get attacked and then Black Panther comes and saves their ass. Yeah. You know, but, but so what? It's yeah. a fucking, it's a, it's a comic book world. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and I think that, you know, Marvel will be very sensitive when it comes to this sort of stuff because they have no choice. Mm. They have to do it right. Yeah. You know, I mean, people have been, you know, getting a little pissed off at them. You know, it's like, you know, all your characters are white. Where's where's the the the, the female fronted film? Yeah. Where's the uh, the you know the minority fronted film? So yeah, they gotta do it. I even I mean yeah, I heard one person talk about well, oh they might get Vin Diesel for the Inhumans. It's like that's not really what we were talking about with people of color and stuff. So, yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. November seventeenth, we get the Justice League. <laughs> Unknown date, we get female led Spider Man spin off. Fuck. Yeah. Unknown date in 2017, we get Venom, Carnage. That's going to work out well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unknown date, we get Lego Batman. If Will Arnett's back for that and they go to say, that could be awesome. No, I think Will Arnett is back for it. Oh, is he? Yeah, I think so. Why would you mess Not, with Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it works so well. Yeah, yeah. He's going to ask for too much money. I'm sure that's what's going to happen. Yeah, after all that uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And then else. you got uh, Captain Marvel in 2018, right? Yeah, but you had the Flash movie first with Ezra Miller, who was in... Yes. Uh... Uh, we need to talk about Kevin. Yeah, yeah. Now I've heard people say that because they put the Flash in there so that they can do Crisis with the TV show and the movies. God, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> which would be a bad idea. You know, I mean, just just get the first couple of films out of the way first. And it, it really annoys me they're doing this because the Flash TV show is really good. Really good. Mm-hmm. Like Wentworth Miller, fucking awesome as Captain Cold. And it's all these little things they have. Like, he has goggles for a reason. He slowly, he has a parker later on. You know, he doesn't start with the gun. He is about the high, it is about getting a fucking diamond, which is the most kind of flash villain thing you can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they made it work. And there's a weird time travel thing going on and that someone knows stuff about the Flash's future and has to get him to that point. I still haven't seen, yeah, seen the Flash. Yeah, you gotta watch it. It's, yeah, yeah. No, I know, I know. I'm, I'm incredibly behind on television in general. It just seems like they're just, they, they're doing it the right way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not, it doesn't feel like an origin. It doesn't feel like before he was the Flash. Well, who, who, uh, who are the showrunners? I mean, I don't know. Who's doing it? I have to look into that because I kind of, I was, I was just, because I heard, I haven't watched Arrow at all. I keep hearing it's good and I just tried the Flash and it was just really, I have, I have heard nothing about Arrow other than the fact that he works out while doing exposition. That, I think that was the first series. I think, from what I've heard, it gets way better in the second. And I think they've actually made the fact that he killed people in the first season, and that he doesn't do that anymore. Right. Like he is getting to be more like like that was a there was a point to that. Right. That he was just he would just straight up murder people who were opposing to him apparently. Right. Right. Uh, I'm going. This is all hearsay. I mean, I mean, like guys rarely talk to me about it. Like I only hear reviews from chicks, and they never review the plot. I heard that from the <laughs> first couple of episodes, but I've heard plenty of people talking about season two. Right. And saying it's good. I just gotta, I, I, like, I am waiting at the mailbox for The Flash to drop every week. It's like, one of the, one of the girls at the, at the office, like, like, have you watched Arrow? I'm like, no. And she's like, I want to show you something. She shows me this thing on YouTube. It's not anything to do with the thing. It's not even a scene from the show. It's, it's, a, it's footage of him working out. Like, this is what he does before he shoots anything. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's very impressive. And she thought you'd be into that. <laughs> she thought, you know, like, like you'd be you know, into if that. you want to watch Arrow, I think you should see this first. And I'm like, this makes me not want to watch Arrow. 
Well, the Flash gets a nice bit of lead time into May the 4th, which is when we get Avengers Infinity War. Part 1. Part 1. Has there been a comic called Infinity War? Uh, no, uh, the Infinity War is the collected, um. Infinity Gauntlet, yeah. Infinity Quest, yes. Infinity Thanos, all these, they just use these words all the time. Yes, yes. Um. I, if, if I'm not mistaken, Infinity War is, is the collected edition of, of all of that stuff. So. God only knows at that point. Yeah, it's fucking, yeah. I mean, we don't like, even know what's going on. 2018, 2019, yeah. I mean, like, I, I can't even see uh, to next week, you know, it's yeah. like. July 6th, we get Captain Marvel, who will be Carol Danvers. And again, this is them realizing that, oh, people like this now. We're going to do this now. Mm-hmm. I mean, Rick Jones is getting screwed over, but, you know, the old Captain, you know, Marvel is not getting a look in. But, you know, Carol Danvers one is supposed to be really good. I really didn't like it because the first few issues I read, she ends up time slipping through, like, her best, her old best friend's kind of life. Like her, there's a friend of hers who is someone who works at... Um, I'm, I'm not familiar with uh, Captain Marvel. I never yeah. read she was just, I mean, she was, you know, she's Miss Marvel who turned up in a lot of the X-Men comics and cartoons and stuff. Yeah, which I yeah. Um, now she's just got a better uniform and a better attitude. But, um, I've... I've but her, her first comic was, like, her in the 40s and stuff like that. She kept intersecting with this woman's life over time. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a very marvel comic, you know what I mean? It was mm-hmm. like, she was just flying planes and shit and trying not to use her powers. Like, I thought she was kind of badass and cool. Right. So... Although I did read an article saying that, um... Even though DC is gonna beat, gonna beat Marvel to the uh, to the punch in terms of having a, a female-led superhero, yeah. uh, but um, there are rumors that Cap uh, that Captain Marvel will make an appearance in uh, Age of Ultron. Mm. So um, so she, you know Marvel will still get must still beat DC to the punch if that's true. Yeah, but you could always say that with you know with uh, Black Widow as well. I mean she's already in those movies, so yeah, she's yeah. gonna be in that movie. But anyway. July 13th, we get Unknown X-Men movie. Uh, July 27th, Aquaman. November 2nd, we get Inhumans. And then finishing out 2018, we get Amazing Spider-Man 3. Again, I don't think that's going to happen. The Inhumans, do you know, is there a definitive run of the Inhumans? I I never got into the, I never really got into the Inhumans, so yeah. I'm not... They're weird mutant people who yeah. live on the moon. Yeah, you know, I mean, like I knew, every it, time, every time I've uh, read anything that has the Inhumans in it, they're a guest star. Yeah, I've never actually Black Bolt just turns up, threatens to say something, and everyone's like backs off because if he says one word, it's like it destroys the universe. Yeah, right? I mean, the last time I read anything with the Inhumans was when I was reading Gardens of the Galaxy, and they they both started, they, you know, both teams just went at each other. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, because uh, the in, in in the Guardians comics, the Inhumans are portrayed to just be total assholes. Yeah, they're just complete assholes. Well, they're haughty royalty. Yeah, that, that's the kind of yeah. main thing. I mean, they, I got into them through the, the Marvel Knights. Like if you talk, if you talk any kind of shit to them, it's a war. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so when you've got when you've got people like the Guardians of the Galaxy, cracking wise, who do nothing but talk shit. <laughs> it's like, every time they talk, it's just like they just they just go at it. Yeah. 2019, then we get Shazam. Still no. I don't know if that can happen. Then like, the Rock is going to be the Black Adam. They he they just should just get him. Who are you to be... gonna get? That's gonna be bigger or the same size as the Rock? Yeah. So what we got? We get a year to wait for the Avengers: Infinity War two. John Cena. I don't watch wrestling. I don't even know. Let's see who's CM Punk. I don't know. No. I don't watch wrestling. Anymore. Last time I watched wrestling, Ultimate Warrior was still the champion. Mm. He's dead now, isn't he? No, he's not. He's a he's a motivational speaker. <laughs> <laughs> one of them died recently. I can't remember who. What? One, one, one of the old old school wrestlers died. Was it was it Brutus? Brutus the Barber Beefcake? Was he the one who died? I can't remember. All uh, right. 
So 2019 was only three, and then we get uh, we get Justice League two. 2020 we get Cyborg. I've, I've stopped listening at this yeah. point. You know, it's like it's. And then Green Lantern. It's 2020. It's 2020. It's, it's 20 fucking 20. It's Six. very. It's very possible that half of these films won't happen. Mm. If any of the films that come before it don't work, yeah, it the whole thing is fucked. It's gonna fall Especially apart. Especially with DC. Yeah, they have no. They don't have Avengers money to fall back on. Yeah, they do have Lego movie money to fall back on, but. I don't know. It's nuts. It's, and it's, like, what are they going to announce between now and then? I mean, like, even if every, if all those happen, they've just, there's no fun. Where's, you know, where's the, the Comic Con will just be, Hall H will just be barren because people will be like, we know what's happening. <sighs> Unless, you know. Well, well, I mean, now Marvel doesn't even, like, really need Comic Con anymore. They just, because now they're under the Disney banner, they just, uh. Use D23? Yeah. D23 is their, like, exhibitor event for massive nerd fans. Yeah. And it's it's more. it's basically Disney's own Comic-Con. Yeah. Um, which they can do now because they own all the fucking geek properties now. They own Marvel. They own Lucasfilm. <laughs> you don't quite realize how many things are actually under those banners. Yeah. Until, you know, it's like, you know, they, they own Indiana Jones. They own fucking everything. Yeah. They own Willow, that, that huge franchise. Willow, man. I'd see, I'd see, a, I'd see a sequel. This is the thing. All this, all this news. It's like, oh yeah, there's like some Star Wars movies coming out, isn't there? That's right. They just wrap. So, yeah. Huh. Ah, <laughs> uh, Anthony Daniels was shooting some shit about like the best sequel being Empire and all this kind of crap. Mm-hmm. He's talking about like, oh, you ain't seen, seen nothing yet. Ah, uh, yes. I've been burned before. I'm yeah, not, yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I, I really don't. I'm not going to listen to a fucking word any Star Wars actor says because, yeah. of course, they're going to talk it up. Yeah. No, I, I've I, for kids out there who are all hyped about shit and they're going to be saying video games or any shit that you have to pre-order before it comes out and you, before it's reviewed. Don't bother. Yeah. It ninety eighty percent of the time it turns out to be shit or whatever you specials you get with pre-order you just get later. Even if the new movie turns out to be amazing. It's gonna be running for a while. You don't have to worry about it. You can yeah. watch it whenever you want to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> and you know. And the chances of the new film turning out to be amazing are, sorry to say, slim. slim. <laughs> yeah. Even with J.J. Abrams, you know, behind the wheel, you know, there's so many fucking things that can go wrong. Yeah. And let's let's not forget, it's like you know, if you talk shit about Sony for releasing a Spider-Man film for keeping the rights, or you know, or, or you know, Columbia like doing Ghost Rider to keep the rights or whatever. That it, Disney's doing the exact same thing. They bought Lucasfilm. They bought the shit from George Lucas. They have to. They bought it for like how many billions? I was, uh, I can't it was something like five point five billion or some yeah. shit like that. So they have to make Star Wars movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. So that's why this movie's being made. If if we're lucky, it'll be good. Yeah. But let's not kid ourselves that this is being done for the fans. No. <laughs> it's being done so. Disney can see return on their investment. Exactly. It's a business decision. Exactly right. <laughs> so, speaking of business decisions, that new Lord of the Rings, um, did you see the Lord of the Rings trailer? Uh, not trailer, the the new Air New Zealand yes. safety thing. Yes. That is the straw that broke <laughs> the camel's back. I officially no, have but, Lord of the Rings fatigue. No, but... They, I they, love they, the first ones. I love the other one. This one pissed me off. No, but they've been doing this for a while now. Oh, yeah, no, but this this one in particular pissed me off. It was very long. 
It's very long. Yes. Sylvester McCoy has bird shit on him for the whole thing. Those yes. two fans they have going through the whole thing annoy me. Elijah Wood's in it. He's not even in these fucking movies. That just is all crass cash-in bullshit. Whereas yeah. the previous ones felt like they yeah. were more lighthearted and not as commercial. You see, I want to know why there's no there, there, we don't have enough trailer. Well, because this is the defining chapter, which is also, that's pissing me off. No, the, but the, I mean, the, like, the this branding is... of this new, this new, the new movie is the defining trailer, a defining uh, chapter. No, but I mean, this movie comes out next month. Where's the fucking trailer? Because that teaser they showed, I mean, works... was it the, wasn't the last one where he's like, oh, one day they'll remember? And all yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the last trailer. I know, but that was a while ago. That, that was, was a, that was, a... that was the only trailer for this film. Wasn't that trailer two or three? I thought there was no, one no, no, no. There's only been one Battle of Five Armies trailer, and even that was a teaser that came out in Comic Con. Even they're getting fatigued of it, though. You know, so it's like, uh, you, you know, if you want this movie to make some money, you better come up with a, you better show some Battle of the Five Army shit. Because mm. I'm looking forward to this one because, as you know, someone familiar with the material, I know what's coming. Yeah. And I read it long enough ago that it'll be fresh and I'll go, huh, if I recognize something, but I won't, I don't know what's going on going in. Yeah. I mean, and as like, usual, I won't get any of the Elvish because there's no fucking subtitles in certain that's right, that's here. Right, yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I just, I, the defining chapter of the Lord of the Rings saga yeah. is the Lord of the fucking Rings. Yeah. No, but they don't, they don't say the Lord of the Rings saga. I know, they, they just leave it as the defining chapter. No, they say the defining chapter of the Middle Earth saga. Yeah. Which would be the Lord of the Rings. Right? Okay. Hi, I'm going to have to uh, call you back. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Bye. You know, my phone is always on silent. The one, and it never fucking goes. The one time it's... The one time... The one time it's not on silent. And it fucking... Three years without incident. Now we have to reset that clock back to one. <laughs> no, but I recently... Uh, I saw um, Desolation of Smog again not too long ago, and you know what? It actually it, it holds up very mm. well. I think part of the problem is that you just there's been you know you go into these movies already having so much baggage because you're pissed off it's three films, mm. you know. And Des Desolation of Smog suffered from having really no ending. I mean, at least uh, at least an unexpected journey had. There was some kind of resolution at the end. Yeah. Whereas Desolation of Smog was really just like, you know, fuck you. Yeah. You know, and and you just walk out of the movie. You just walk out of the movie with a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah. Now that the, the now that the new ones cut coming up and um, it'll have sixteen endings. Yeah. And now that the new ones coming up and they've started to uh, play Desolation of Smog on cable. I've, I've been wa I've been wa I watched it again mm. and it's actually really good. Mm. It's just not what. It's just you know it's just. It's not the Lord of the Rings. It's just not the Lord of the Rings. Yes. Yeah. Did you? I think I said this to you. There was a there's a pub in Kerry. The, yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah, the Hobbit Lord pub. Ring, yeah, the Lord of the Rings theme pub. I saw the pictures of that. It's like it's one of those things that yeah, you know, you want to go, but you want to still respect yourself a little bit. <laughs> Wearing a giant beard. It's like going to going dwarf to beard. going to Comic Con and then just going into going in costume into one of these bars that's been dressed up to look like a fucking place out of Eureka or some shit. You know that that that's fine. It was a good breakfast. Yeah, it was a very good breakfast. You know that that's fine. But on a regular day, just going to a Lord of the Rings pub for lunch. For lunch, even just <laughs> on a Wednesday, <laughs> looking at people in costumes and behind the bar, you're just like, I'm getting the fucking miserable, <laughs> miserable teenagers as well. Because it's probably it's out of the way somewhere. I was a Kerry, Kenny, or Waterford. I can't remember where it was, but yeah, just probably like some surly teenager working behind the bar. Yeah, yeah, you know, who thought it was a good idea, you know, to get this job. Me dad got me working here. <laughs> now he's just tired of looking like a hobbit. 
Exactly. But that, that's you heard, that's why he called the, the, the Shire, because people used to call he, himself and his brother look like hobbits. Yes, yes. Hey. But, but apparently the uh, response has been very good. Yeah, hey, you, you play the cards you're dealt. There you go. Uh, <laughs> some other weird, weird fucking news. Uh, did you hear the summary of what's going on with Terminator Genesis? Genesis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Entertainment Weekly had a, a photo shoot that looked like... The photos look horrible. The cheapest photo shoot they of look all time. horrible. You know, what's his name? Jai Courtney? He, he just looks... I like to call him the cinematic kiss of death. Yeah, he just, you know, I mean... And, and even, and even... He's Kyle Reese, right? Yeah, he's Kyle he's Reese. He's not. He's too big. I know, I know. And just, also, he's awful in everything. I know, I know. And Amelia Clark he really, just, he really held Amelia, like Amelia together. Clark just looks out of place. Matt Smith looks retarded. Yeah, that shot where he's like firing. He's firing a paintball gun at the camera, like yeah. it's a paintball gun. And it's not got, a futuristic weapon. I know he's got his mouth open. Like it doesn't even look like he's shouting. It just looks yeah. like he's got his mouth open. It looks like literally they shot it on film, and these are the last four photo, three photos they had left in the camera. The you know I mean the um, the only one who looks relatively okay is Jason Clark, the dude from. Fucking Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, mm. and he's playing John Connor. I mean, he looks all right, but even then, it's just the the, the photos. It looks the photos are the the, the, the amateurish. Yeah, the lighting is terrible. Yeah, dude. her hair is all all over the place as well. They, they look fucking terrible. But the the story beats that come out is that like did you hear that as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so retarded. The, the it Terminator, makes no sense. When they when Kyle when John Connor sends Kyle Reese back in time to 1984. Yeah. It's Sarah, not. Sarah, it's not the Terminator. Yeah, Sarah Connor's been like raised by the Terminator. Raised by a Terminator. Raised yeah. by a Terminator. Because Terminators killed her parents. Like, like yeah, d- decades before, and that's why it's old Terminator, which it's old. It's aged, and that's yeah. why it's old Arnold Schwarzenegger. And she calls him Pops, and I just instantly thought of the regular show. Yeah, it's just <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Pops. <laughs> Where's Skips? <laughs> oh. <laughs> How about you ask your mom? Yay! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just and this I was to another podcaster saying no matter what happens, the rights revert to Cameron in 2019. Yeah, and he'll probably just say, "Forget Thanks, about man. it. It's yeah. done. It's done. Just yeah." <laughs> I mean, the only idea I had that it would be great to do one that's very low key and low budget, and just at the very very end. You know those blue lightning balls they get when people appear? Yeah, yeah. Just like hundreds of them open and yeah. they're all different Terminators and different Kyle Reese's and different Sarah Connors popping up all over the place. Yeah. And everyone runs into a giant fight and then you end it there and you never do a sequel after that. You just leave it as like they've destroyed the universe of time. I like that. That's genius. You should do that. Also genius, Wes Anderson is opening a theme park. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> So, uh, you know Mark Mothersbaugh from Evil? I, I have not heard of this. When did this... W- this happened yesterday. <laughs> um, so, it's, it's, he's going to open a theme park with Mark Mothersbaugh from Devo. Mm-hmm. And it's mostly based on Mark Mothersbaugh's sketches. Right. Drawings. So, he has been doing drawings all this time. He's, he's worked with... Mark Mothersbaugh, I think, did some of the music for the Lego movie, didn't he? Or some of that? Was that him as well? Who? Was that? Mark Mothersbaugh. Uh, no, I, he I, used I, to be in Devo. He's done a lot of music yeah, yeah. with Wes Anderson. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, he's worked on Bottle Rocket, Rushmore, The Royal Tannenbaum's, Like Aquatic. Uh, but he's a visual artist in his own right. He's a new art book out, sketches, paintings, and screen prints. And he and Emerson unveiled his hope to bankroll their theme park of whimsy. An important uh, was it? I hope to, to soon secure the means to commission the construction of an important and sizable theme park to be conceived and designed entirely by Mark Mothersbaugh. And this is what he wrote in the, the this is what uh, Wes Anderson wrote in the foreword to Mark Mothersbaugh's books. 
So he's created a body of work which is about his own magic kingdom where the, where the visitor is amused and frightened often simultaneously. If it's if they have like you know Wes Anderson movie land mm-hmm. where you can take a ride on Steve Steve uh, Steve Steve Zissou's, uh submarine and mm-hmm. see a leopard shark, that'd be cool. I wouldn't mind a trip to the Grand uh, Budapest Hotel. Yeah, have you seen that? Yeah, it's fucking good. Yeah, <laughs> that cable car. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I guess it could work. Yeah. Everything, where, where is it going to be? I don't know. That he's just working the money up now. Everything would be symmetrically down the middle, though. Oh yeah, I mean, like you saw that video as well. Uh, right? Art direction would be uh, oh. amazing. They probably would actually. The art direction would be so amazing that if you weren't dressed properly, they wouldn't let you in. Yeah, I think it's you know you you would you you'd have to wear like a bold outfit, like a you know a full matching set of tracksuits. Like your your, your 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 wardrobe would need to be sort of curated. You know, it, yeah. would, it would have to. Otherwise, it just. You know, you can't have like a shorts, you know, shorts and t-shirt and flip-flops in a... Fuck no. <laughs> I guess I'm not going. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a tie and jacket kind of, a, a, a jumper, polo, a, a turtleneck and a jacket mm-hmm. kind of place. That's bizarre. And, uh, and Bill Murray will have a lifetime free entry. Yeah, it's interesting when filmmakers try and do that. It's like when Eli Roth had his Gortorium thing in Vegas. And yeah, you went to that, didn't you? I went to that, yeah. I'm glad I went because it got shut down not long after. Yeah. You know... He's doing a weird thing as well. So he's producing a remake of Cabin Fever? Yes, yes. Why? Yeah, I have. And I haven't checked up on it, but like... Excuse me. The His green... Was it green? Green Inferno. Green Inferno still not being released, right? Uh, nope. It was supposed to be... I, I mean, I got the press release to say that press screening was on here in October. Yep. And then I think a day later it's like... Ah, well, yeah, no, yeah. not really. That'd be interesting. I mean, did you watch Aftershock? No. That was, was it kind of, any good? It was kind of bad. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, Eli Roth, he's got, you know, I mean, the ideas are good. It's just that he can't write dialogue to save his life. I mean, How, his was dialogue shit. Hmm? How was the Goratorium? How was the Goratorium? It was good. It was good fun. But it was it was expensive to run, right? It's yeah, a, yeah, it's expensive to run. It was, it was expensive to fucking go go into it, you know what I mean? But it was, was it? I can't remember. I think it was like, uh, like what, 30 bucks a person or something like that? I mean... I mean, it's cool, it's intense, um, but I would imagine to try and... to try Like and it's keep... a series of scenes you walk through, right? No, I mean, it's uh, the, the whole idea is that you are sort of going in a, in a tour in this uh, hotel in which fucked up things happen. Um, and and it's just like, yeah, it's like a series of different things that, you know, all these like different actors come at you and they're all like, you're watching people get like murdered and there's just... People of you know look, looking all fucked up coming after you and stuff like that. So I mean it's it's cool, but it's like a normal Friday night in nightclub then, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> but the, the only problem with that is that it's it, you'd find it would be really difficult to maintain that every day, three hundred sixty-five days a year, yeah. which is what they were trying to do. So I'm not surprised it closed down. You know, I mean, I I mean I enjoyed it, but would I go again? No, you know, yeah. and um, and, 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 and also that's a very niche market. You know, I mean, not every. Not every. I mean, I, I guess in some ways Vegas is a, an ideal place for it, but in other ways it's. It was was it in Vegas. Yeah, it was on the strip in Vegas, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, personally, I think they they'd have a better a better chance if it was a, an attraction at maybe like Universal or something. Mm. You know, um, where you actually have that traffic that are there for these kinds of things. Whereas in Vegas, yeah, I mean, a lot of people go there for a holiday, but they're not necessarily there to go and see something like that. Yeah. They're to gamble. You know, people go to Universal Studios, they're going for, they, they want to go on a bunch of rides. You know, people don't go to Vegas thinking, oh, I can't wait to take that roller coaster. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's, I can't wait for the Goratorium. 
Oh, I can't wait to visit my money. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait to lose it all. <laughs> uh, for anyone who was in the UK for certain, well, at all, ever, they'll have a certain soft spot for Dad's Army. Mm-hmm. Did you see the, the first cash shot? No, it's I didn't. released? No, I did not. So I think we, oh, we, we talked about this offline. So if you don't know what Dad's Army are, it's basically about the Home Guard in the UK, who are all those too old or unfit for yeah. service in World War II. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a cult classic. Well, not cult classic. It was a classic British TV show that seemed to always fucking be on a tea time it's on a always, Saturday. It's always on. Yeah. <laughs> BBC show shit forever. Uh, I, and, I, I, although, I mean, I, I got to say that was a little after my time. That was a little before my time. That oh, it's before all our fucking time. I, I know, so, I know but I never. I mean, like, but I never really got into it. You know, I mean, no. like, I, I, I would, I was a lot more into uh, it. It ain't half pot, man. Oh, really? <laughs> which is, it? which will never be shown again never. because it's massively racist. Yes, yes. What's his name? Something. The, I can't remember any of the characters. The, names. No, but the actual, the, the, what, the, gen, the, the major, the major the with major the hat, with the twirly with the twirly mustache. Yeah, he's a, he's like a triple barrel name. He was one of the. I think he was the robots in Terrahawks as well. One of the, the robots, Major mm-hmm. Zero, I think mm-hmm. he was. Mm-hmm. What was that? Yeah, I, I can't. <laughs> but, uh, I can't remember. I can't remember his name. I mean, but this, this casting of this photo look amazing. We've got Toby Jones is Captain Mannering, who's just uptight. Um, what was he? Was he middle manager or something like that? Bill Nye's in it. Uh, one of the guys from, um, the, uh, Inbetweeners is in it. Michael to- Gambon. Michael Gambon's in it. Uh, Bill Patterson's in it. It just, they look, they're pretty good. They're a good approximation. Mm-hmm. Like Bill Nye's perfect casting for, yeah, 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 yeah. for the character he's playing. Because he's kind of like lady, a former ladies' man kind of sergeant who was just like... Are you sure it was a triple barrel name? There's no triple barrel names on uh, the IMDb page. For what? Was it, was it Battery Sergeant Major Shut Up Williams? Was no, it, no, I'm thinking the actor, isn't it? Windsor Davies. Windsor, Windsor Davies. Yeah. They don't have... Like, I don't make big names like that. Windsor Davies. Battery Sergeant Major, shut up, Williams. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Bombardier Gloria Beaumont. <laughs> I do wonder what they're going to do with this movie, though. Like, Dad's Army was just like... like the, It was them more often get, than not getting in fights with the ladies' tea circle, or, you know... I forgot. They had the, they had the Chinese chef. <laughs> in It Ain't Half Hot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But was it a white guy playing a Chinese guy? No, no, no. His name was Andy Ho. Oh. I think it was a white guy in blackface playing the Gurkha. I think that was the problem. That's the main problem with it. Yeah. Amongst other things. Ah, <laughs> uh, brilliant. All the all the things of my youth. Yeah. You know, you know, all these things I enjoy watching as a kid, then you grow up and you realize that it was just all offensive as shit. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that day you lost your innocence when you found... Uh, I'm not even going to say what the word was. I've got a punishment through my head. It's just like... So many racist I mean, pets. I mean, my parents didn't give a fuck. I was watching like Kenny Everett and Benny Hill when I was. I was watching Kenny Everett as when well. I was a child, you yeah. know. And and you watch some of that shit now. It's like it's it's incredibly sexual. Yeah. It's all it's like it's sexual. Well, I think Kenny Everett was sexual. Um, Benny Hill was sexist. Yes, massively. Yakety sax is still. You put that <laughs> under anything, people running, and it's just it's still comedy gold. It's like Cupid stunt. Yeah, <laughs> the one that always sticks in my, my mind from Kenny Everett was uh, Spider-Man taking a leak. Yes, and yes, that's right. <laughs> that's a class. <laughs> trying to trying to shake it off afterwards. 
and uh, and uh, yeah, Kenny Everett, Nick, Nicholas Lyndhurst, and Billy Connolly singing "Moonlight Bay" while taking a piss in the in the men's room. Ah, <laughs> uh, you came out. Yeah, right. yeah. Bill Wyman turns up for no reason. I th- they did do a re-release of those, didn't they? I think you can get the DVDs of the Kenny Everett show. I, I know, would be interested in seeing some of them again. I, I, I would too. Watch. I would too. Yeah. Um, just to see, I, I do remember as well the, the Captain Kremen radio show. Did you ever hear that? It was uh, like no. it was like a space space show thing, but it was always very like it was very Flash Gordon-y, like the old nineteen twenties Flash Gordon-y. Right, kind right. of loads of jokes and innuendo in it. I remember, this, I think one of the radio stations and I replayed them for a while. Uh, uh, back to superheroes. Did you see that they released the first picture of what uh, Daredevil's going to look like in his uh, in his uh, pajamas? Yes, before he before he gets his permanent costume when he's got his like his black ninja getup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks, looks good. Looks good. Looks good. Hmm? I'll put the photo on the, the website. Yeah. No. Um. No. I'm 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 looking forward to uh, the Netflix series. Yeah. I'm looking forward to all the Netflix series. Actually, I mean, like I'm I like all of that stuff. I like new new. Um, I like Luke Cage. I like Jessica Jones. I'm looking forward to all that stuff. I'm looking forward to the Defenders. Mm. When <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so the the Defenders. And who is the other one? Iron Fist. Iron yeah, Fist, that's right. Yeah. I, actually, that's the one I'm most looking forward to. Well, wasn't it? Was it Matt Fraction who brought back Iron Fist? Was yep, I, I believe so. I think I have one of the I, I have one of the collect. I think the first that I have one of the collect editions of that, and was it's. That- was that the one he brought back? Wasn't wasn't, wasn't It's where he went like full on mystical kind of thing. Wasn't like, Moon Knight, right? Someone brought back Moon Knight as well. That's one that's constantly bubbling under. Like everyone ever so often it comes up and people say it's awesome and then it kinda of disappears again. Mm-hmm. But uh, Iron Fist, I had one of the hardbacks at home and it was kinda of cool. Right. Um There's been a shitload of trailers, so I put them all together in one section, so uh, And you were bitching about Apple uh just now. Uh it seems like along with the Doctor Strange casting, and they still haven't confirmed Benedict Cumberbatch, no. have they? Yeah. Along with that, um, it's also the uh, the revolving door of who's going to play Steve Jobs. Yeah, I just saw a Twitter earlier. Like uh, it was going to be Leonardo DiCaprio, then it was going to be Christian Bale. Christian, Christian Bale, Bale was was semi confirmed until quite recently, right? I actually thought that was perfect. Yeah, like Christian Bale as Jobs. I mean, when he has his um, what you call it, his um, Reign of Fire yeah, half beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's kind of actually looks like him. Yeah, yeah, and um, uh, and you know it's. Kind of hard to go wrong when you got Danny Boyle directing, Aaron Sorkin writing. Yeah. Um, although the way that Aaron Sorkin describes the structure sounds. Aaron Sorkin's gonna watch out though. He's just gonna become the social media movie guy. I mean, <laughs> is he gonna write the Tumblr movie next? <laughs> the Instagram movie? Yeah, Facebook, fucking Snapchat, Snapchat the movie. <laughs> Instagram the film. Yes, and so now, now it looks like um, Michael Fassbender is going to be taking over from Christian Bale. Although that is uh, also not entirely confirmed as well. They're saying that that's he's in serious discussions. Then I don't know, Michael Fassbender. I mean, I don't even, I don't care who's playing him. Do, do we really need a movie about Steve Jobs right now? No. Hasn't there already been a couple? Mm, Didn't yeah, Noah the, Wiley play him in a TV film? Yeah, the parts of Silicon Pirates, Valley. Parts of Silicon Valley. But also, Ashton Kutcher did it just last year. Yeah, so... No one gave a shit. That's probably why they want to do a new one. Yeah. Because they want to just... But you know what happened with Christian Bale? Well, what happened with Christian Bale? Well, when they were asking him, do you want to do it or not? He said, no! <laughs> Fuck, no! <laughs> Look, you're a nice guy, but we're done professionally. <laughs> you have to know that was going. 
Uh, so you mentioned Danny Boyle there. Uh, did you see Alex Garland? I just want Christian Bale to play Lobo. <laughs> that's, that's the main man. That's all I want. I just uh, Christian. If you Bale, don't know who Lobo is, Google that shit. Stop! It's... Stop doing all this Oscar bait <laughs> shit. Christian Bale. Get on your I space want, bike. I want you to play Lobo. <laughs> Finally, a movie in which your Batman voice will be an asset. <laughs> Can you see it? Yes! It's amazing! <laughs> it's amazing! That's the title of the, of the show. Yeah. Christian Bale Plays, must play, play Lobo. Lobo. <laughs> For those of you who don't know who Lobo is... Um, he's a, he's one of the most 90s characters you can come up with. He's a DC character. He's a, the last... Sir, Sir Nernian? I will not accept anyone other than Christian Bale, Nicolas Cage, or Mickey Rourke. Yeah. It's got to be one of those three guys who plays Lobo. He's the main man. He's an intergalactic body hunter who rides around space on a bike. <laughs> uh, he fought Superman for a while, then Simon Bisley... Who? Simon Bisley took him off on his own crazy fucking thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he had all those ripped fucking yeah. covers. It was great. Yeah. And uh, Simon Bisley made such an indelible impression on the character that now whenever you think of Lobo, you think of Simon Bisley's yeah. Lobo. <laughs> it's the same way like John Romita Sr. with Spider-Man. It's like when you close your eyes and think of Spider-Man, you think of John Romita's Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, Lobo. <laughs> I got nothing after that. Yeah, like, that. That was such a... I'm I'm still reeling in shock at how perfect the casting is. <laughs> you know, you mentioned Danny Boyle there though. So did you see uh, Alex Garland? If you won't do doing... Lobo, then maybe Christian Bale can play Spider Jerusalem. Hmm, that'll work. Could work. I think. Hmm. He needs to, he needs to get skinny enough. Why? Yeah. Enough? He needs to get Machina skinny again. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Hmm. Uh, but there was, did you see the trailer for Ex Machine, Ex Machina, or whatever, however mm. you pronounce that? No, I missed that one. So it's, um. Is that the one written by, um. Directed by Alex Garland. That's right. So, thanks to weirdness, they accidentally released two trailers for this. It's like, here's the first trailer for our Alex Garland's Ex Machina, and there's like an international one, and the US one. Mm-hmm. Um, the international one kind of gives a little bit more background. It basically, Donald Gleeson goes to Oscar Isaac's house. Oscar Isaac is like Bill Gates, a reclusive Bill Gates, and he has a robot, and they have to kind of, he's running a Turing test. Can he, like, he can see, like, she's got no middle. You can see she's a robot. Right. Yeah. But can he convince Donald Gleeson, can she convince Donald Gleeson that she has a, a personality or whatever, even though he can very clearly see she's a robot? Right. And there's like a lot of, you shouldn't trust Oscar Isaac stuff going on, and some weird freaky visual shit with Donald Gleeson going on. It looks kind of cool. And like, obviously, they're out in the middle of nowhere as well, so. Right. Nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. And the robot's like, you can't trust anything he says. And Oscar Isaac's like, oh, of course she'd say that. So, <laughs> it looked interesting. It looked stylish enough as well. It looks pretty cool looking. No, uh, I've seen posters for it and everything. Yeah, the posters it, look nice. Yeah, the posters do look nice. And, you know, Alex Garland, it's good value, man. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, uh, I mean, The Beach is still one of my favorite books ever. Mm. I haven't um, read the, the, the book, but it's on the film. No, film shit. <laughs> the film is... Film's not shit, but compared to the book, it's shit. Mm. Like, if you saw the movie on its own and had no idea about the book, you know, I mean, you might like it. But compared to the book, the movie's a piece of shit. Uh, and also, it didn't, you know, he wrote Dread as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not, and Sunshine. Yes, and Sunshine. That's yeah. right. And 28 Days Later. Yeah. So. Yeah. Executive producer on 28 Weeks Later. All right. Executive producers don't do shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't do shit. Straighten that. All right, I'm done. Yeah, all right. No, that, that's good. Look. Here, I got a number for you. Call that guy. All yeah. right. 
Don't forget, my, my name goes up before yours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah send the check to P.O. Box. Uh, yeah, but it looks interesting enough. Um, I can't believe someone's taken that name, X Machine, X Machine as well. I think that's probably been taken before. It has. There's yeah. a comic, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Is it based on the comic? No. All oh, right. The comic's about a, a mayor guy. All right. It's pretty good. I had a load of that. I mean, again, it's one I probably should read again because otherwise I'll end up buying it and reading it again and remembering it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, another trailer to drop this week was uh, Fast and Furious 7 or just Furious 7 now. Furious 7? Yeah, I saw that. This is pretty fucking cool. Yeah, like, I, I, I like the way um, one of the guys from Ain't It Cool put it. It's like, new, new uh, Furious 7 trailer says, fuck you to gravity. Yeah. But then again, Repeatedly. All, but then all of the uh, Fast and Furious movies have been like Fuck you like physics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck you physics, fuck you... Uh, and, this one, and this one does... You know, there is a little bit of poignancy to it because of Paul Walker. Yeah, there's kind of an annoying lingering shot when it's like... I don't have friends. I have family. I have family, yeah, and yeah. It's just, but it's like it's the worst shot. It's not him like looking off into a Michael Bay sunset. Yeah, it's just him kind of like yeah, standing up, slightly out of shot, and that they've moved off, that they've digitally kind of knocked yeah. it to the right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, but that whole sequence of just like the it's turning into pole position. The movie. I was trying to think of like Knight Rider was never this. It's like MacGyver cross with Knight Rider. Yeah, like. They're jumping out of planes and cars. They're firing grappling hooks and stuff like that. They're avoiding Gatling guns on the side of buses. There's a sly nod to the fucking Italian job with the bus over the cliff. Yeah, yeah. And Paul Walker just seems to be like the most non-plussed person ever. Yeah, climbing out the nothing, bottom side nothing, of the bus. Nothing seems to, you know. No, that that, that whole scene, There's no tension in that sequence yeah, at all. At, at all. It's like and he just runs along. There's the no end. fear of death. Yeah, whatsoever. And then he runs along and just jumps and knows. Yes, and knows. Michelle Rodriguez is going to spin by and he's going to grab the spoiler perfect. Yeah, because of course that's what you do if yeah. you're in that situation, you know. And no, it's it's total bullshit. Yeah, you know, but it looks fun as hell. Yeah, and I know? think I think The Rock is now he has in his contract where he has to fire a, either an anti-aircraft gun or a mini gun or a chain gun in the movie. You know, and then for anyone who's like not sure about the franchise, who hasn't really cared about it, like I, I'm one of them. Uh, then you throw in Kurt Russell and it's like, ah, oh, fuck, I gotta go see it. Have you seen six? Uh, I haven't seen six. I, six. I only saw the first two. Yeah. I just, you know. When the last one came out, I did another binge and watched nearly all of them. I watched, no, because what, six? Have you oh. seen the first one recently? Not recently. It no. is quite possibly one of the worst movies ever. <laughs> You know, I mean, I know David Ayer wrote some of that, I, right? I know that they directed got, it. Wrote it, David Ayer was no, 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 no. That was a Rob Cohen masterpiece. Are you sure the first one was something to do with David Ayer in there? Because I saw it, I think, and then maybe was looking him up. Research right. the podcast. Well, I mean, I didn't know we were going to be talking about the first one. You know, it's just like, yeah, yeah. you know, but the the first movie is fucking retarded. <laughs> You know, I mean, like, uh, I, I remember when, when the first movie came out and I went to see it. He wrote the screenplay for The Fast, oh, The Fast and the Furious. Well, that's The Fast and the Furious. Is it the first one or this is the fourth one? The, the Fast and the Furious was the first one. Okay, yeah, he wrote the screenplay. Yeah, it was horrible. <laughs> first of all, it's a remake of Point Break. Yeah. You know, the first movie is a total remake of Point Break. He just goes to the same place every day, has tuna sandwiches, right? Because they're pretty good tuna sandwiches. <laughs> I remember seeing, I'm I'm rem- I must have repressed this. <laughs> Paul Walker goes to the same place because yeah, yeah, it would yeah, Vin Diesel's yeah, yeah. sister every fucking day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. No, I mean it's and and the second one, the second one is fun but completely vacuous. I mean it's just ridiculous. Yeah. The third one, they had like Tokyo that, Drift. Yeah, they had that charisma vacuum as as the lead. What's his name? Lucas. Lucas Till. Black. Lucas Black or some shit. Someone it's the like, dog. It's like first of all, I'm not. I'm not gonna turn up for any movie where the lead dude's name is Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> Like that, you know, 
You say Lucas, I think of the fucking. Wasn't that where? Was that where James Wan got involved? Wasn't it? No, no, no. James Wan only got involved in this this one. This one's coming out. Oh, sorry. Who got involved? Justin Lin. Justin Lin. Sorry. Justin Lin. Yeah. That's where it started. Like he just like we're just gonna have Han be in it and Han die at the end of it and then have Han in. Four. So yeah, four, five, and six was a rough trilogy that I watched running up to six. Yeah. Because I was like, I did this for Twilight. I, I can at least I can do is give if you're, it's made it for fucking six movies. The least I can give is a fair whack and see what's going on. So what's the I'm chronology thinking. again? It is. Uh, oh fuck! I think it's one. Two. It's, it's ridiculous that, no, no, that it's a franchise one, this uh, retarded yeah. should have such a ri- ridiculous. I think it's time one, two, four, five, six, three, seven. Fucking retarded. It's also your pin number. Big <laughs> 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 card, any card. It's Vin Diesel's pin number, sorry. Um, no, but it's... 4, 5, and 6 are awesome. You know, they got the rocket. No, I've heard that, I've heard that. Driving through the streets of uh, Brazil or where the fuck it was, dragging a safe behind them. Okay, so before I watch Furious 7, I should I should watch at least 4, 5, 6. Watch the last 5 minutes of 3. <laughs> right. Where you just see what happens with Han. Right. Then watch 4, 5, 6. Because then you're like... I mean, I, I can't imagine how... Like, I mean... These are, like, petrol heads. I can't imagine how they must have blown the fucking doors off their mind going into the Fast and the Furious 4 and seeing Han in it, considering he was only introduced in 3 and died in that movie. Yeah. And trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. And then? And Do then they he, explain it? He just keeps... He references... Yeah. Someday I would like to go to Tokyo. And then they just get on with the movie. And then in 5... Yeah, I think five, he's in it again. That's when they kind of become basically a roving gang of international car fuckheads. Right. And that's kind of cool. It's right. no longer this, you know, they're no longer like crims or bank robbers or any of this shit. It's like, they got to get something back or someone's done something or whatever. Right. And then the third, the last one is where like they end up working for The Rock. Right. But there is one very small clip, which I'm looking forward to, of The Rock fighting Jason Statham. Yes, I saw that. Yes. And it's like, fuck yeah. Yes. That was yes. good. Oh god, there's so many fucking trailers. Um, uh, I see the trailer for uh, In the Heart of the Sea. Yeah, that was at the... Was that online? Yeah. That was on Interstellar on Tuesday. It looks amazing. It looks like... I was like, what the fuck? This is amazing. This is Ron <laughs> Howard's Moby Dick movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It and looks, it looks like... It looks amazing. It looks like Apollo 13 with a horror, the book, the horror movie with the whale. As a, yeah. It's the horror... Like, doesn't Ahab lose his leg? Uh, Spoilers. Well, well, I mean, but uh, there's. Or is that only the is that, is that only the bad Tom and Jerry? No, but this is based on the true story, like okay. uh, of how uh, the inspiration behind um, Melville's Moby Dick. Mm. But this, um, the story behind the this voyage is crazy fucked up. It's not just the whale. Yeah. It's like they they all go nuts and start to turn on each other. Oh. Uh, so it's uh, it's it's a crazy fucking. Because I knew nothing. I knew only while watching this, and it's all on Howard's name at the end. I vaguely had some recollection of maybe mentioning on the podcast two years ago or something like that mm-hmm. no it's been um, it's been on, it's been on the uh, on the cards for a while and yeah. I think it looks amazing yeah it's like uh, Chris Hemsworth's in it Kelly yeah. Murphy right Kelly Murphy's in it um, Billy Elliot in it I don't think Billy Elliot's in it no. some other fucker yeah. <laughs> Brendan Gleeson's in it is he? I didn't yeah, see yeah. him in the trailer. Yeah, yeah, he just, Brendan Gleeson just turns up in every movie nowadays. You know? But it's just moments of like, and it mentions like, you know, a tale of men or something like that, and a monster, and it just shows the tail yeah. of a whale. Yeah. You're yeah. like, you'll never go whale watching again after this shit. <laughs> it looks nightmarish. No, no, it's, it's uh, very nightmarish. It, it's, uh, that's one thing that they're, that they're not, um, that the trailer d- does a really good job of not showing is they make it seem like it's all just about the confrontation with the whale. Yeah. But it's, it's not just that. Well, that's that's something I wanted to talk about later when we get to the movie reviews. But like, 
Finally, I think the lovely bones finally drove it through to people's heads. Stop showing your fucking movie and fucking trailer. Yeah. Um, I have been delightfully surprised in the last couple of movies in that the trailer very clearly led me up the garden path. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. It was great to be actually, oh, it's not going to be that. Um, did you see the trailer for Chappie? Yes. Which is basically, someone pointed out to me just afterwards, after I posted the trailer on my Facebook, it's basically short circuit. Yes. But with the Antwerp in it. Do you know who the Antwerp are? They're a band, right? They're a South African crazy motherfucking visually weird band. Their, their latest video has Aphex Twin, Flea, and all sorts of fucking people in the video. Like they had a song called I Think You're Freaky. That is, it's just weird. Like the, the, the main guy calls himself Ninja. I'm, I'm not super familiar with them, but I know Watch uh, three of their videos. They're insane. Mm-hmm. And they're in this movie. Yeah. And it's just like, what? Why not? And then Hugh Jackman's in it as kind of a anti-robot uh, army dude or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think it looks amazing. Yeah. Um, the one thing that put me off is Chappie's design does a look a little bit like the pimp robot from um, Ice Pirates. I'll post a photo of comparison later. Just his face. <laughs> yeah. This is this is racist pimp robot and Ice Pirates is like what's the pussy? Yeah, no, I mean, like I, I thought it. I thought it looked uh, really, really good. Yeah, um, I'm really excited about this one. And uh, the, the, the trailer has that, like that, the way the music feels over across mm-hmm. the whole thing. Yeah. Like it, if it looks really cool, and they yeah. show the copy's voice is cool, and it's so many Australian accents are not Australian South African accents. It's brilliant. Yeah, no, but I like that. Yeah, I like that. I mean, like I, I'm, I'm quite happy for Neil Blomkamp to stay in fucking in South Africa because it's such a unique voice. I mean, and you know, he comes over and does something like Elysium. Not to say that the movie sucked, but. You know, anyone can do anyone can do a film like that. Where it still had his look, though. Does, it, does he's got a very? He does have a very distinctive look, design look for his yeah. his, his toys, and I'd love that. It looks great. It even has. Like, I would buy. I would buy a chappy toy. You will. Yeah. You yeah. will. You will. Mm, I probably will. But it even has the, like the um, apple seed style ear things mm-hmm. that go up and down, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks very cool. Mm-hmm. Dave Patel still getting some work. Dave. Dave. Dave, Dave Patel. <laughs> He'll always be... <laughs> might be deaf to you, son, but we've known him as long as I have. <laughs> Dave Patel. Uh, I can guarantee you that everyone in America probably calls him Dave Patel. Yeah. Hi, right, Dave. Oh, yeah, Dave. It's, it's Dev. That's what I said. <laughs> uh, come on, Dave. Lighten up. It's Dev. <laughs> uh, did you see the trailer for 21 years? Richard Licklater documentary. Yes. Yes, I did. They've got... They got pretty much everyone. He, he, he seems, it seems he doesn't piss people off who work with him. No, no, he's... Uh, everyone seems to be... I mean, it just seems like a love fest. Yeah, yeah. He is one of the nice... That, I mean, that, that's uh, the general consensus. The nicest man in Hollywood. He's one of the nicest guys out there. The nicest guy in Hollywood, apparently, is Steve Carell. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like one guy said, like, Steve Carell is so fucking nice that he makes Tom Hanks look like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so you got Keanu Reeves, there's... Uh, Matthew McConaughey's in it, Kevin Smith, um, Ethan Hawke, Ethan Hawke, Judy Delpy, Everyone. obviously. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of there's a few I didn't expect to see in there, but just uh, Jack Black as well, and Ethan Hawke. I think Jack Black might be in the the Antwerp's video. Anyway, it just looks like cool. I don't well, know. If I mean, it, Jack Black they did School of Rock together, yeah, and they did uh, Bernie together, yeah. So I don't know whether he's gonna. It's, it seems to be about about Richard Linklater. I don't know if he's in it though, is he? I would imagine he should be. Yeah. But the, the trailer shows a lot of like other people just talking, talking about, about him, him yeah. and shots of him doing yeah. stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's interesting enough, and I, I always every time Kevin Smith starts talking because he talks about it all the fucking time. I do mean to see Slacker. I've never seen Slacker. I've seen Slacker. It's good. It's, yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I mean, no, I mean in the sense that you know it's 
it, you know, you kind of, you can kind of see what, what what Kevin Smith was talking about, or how that would make someone think, oh, yeah, I can make a movie like this. Yeah. You know, but um, it's not my favorite Linklater film. No. What's your favorite? Scanner Darkly. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I mean, no, no. Scanner, Scanner Darkly, and you know, the 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 before Sunset movies are yeah. Are, are, you know, and um, uh, you know, and I like, and I really like School of Rock. Yeah, it is you a know, fun fucking movie. It is a very fun movie. <laughs> You, you know, you turn your nose up at it a little bit, and then then then, then, no. you, start, then you start watching it. You know, because like Trina hates hates fucking Jack Black, <laughs> you know? but even she has to admit it's like, yeah, okay, I like I like School of Rock. Awesome. All right, we'll run through some more. Uh, speaking of Trina, she liked the Minions trailer. Uh, yeah, I think she probably did. <laughs> did you see it? Yeah, I saw it. You got an interesting it's, angle. It's it's an interesting angle. Yeah. It's very charming. It is the banana stuff is hilarious. Yeah, and uh, the, the, the one one minion sucking out sucking out another minion's head is hilarious looking for me. Yeah, no, um, it's very funny. And the, just the, the concept alone of they've been around forever, but they've been looking for the right master. Yeah, yeah. I can't think like sixty eight New York. I'm trying to think: is there something they could be taking the piss out of for this? In the sixties, Steve Coogan's in it. It was Steve Coogan, wasn't he in Despicable Me Two? Uh, wasn't he the if, old if, dude? If it's sixty eight, then it would be Nixon. Nixon. Right. That would be that awesome. Would be great. That would be great. <laughs> They're involved in Watergate. <laughs> They're the ones who call the Watergate. <laughs> no, but no, but I mean, like, but the actual. Oh, no, the, no, I'm getting that mixed up with the penguins. Ah, yeah, yeah. The penguins trailer was quite funny as well. Yeah, I, I've been but, a little bit because I saw some of the TV show yeah. episodes, but yeah. like, and that I've seen it. It's on all the fucking time now. Yeah. And I think the timing in the cheesy poof eating yeah. thing is yeah. off. Mm-hmm. I don't, I think that it needs to be noisy or something. There's no reason why that wolf can't keep talking while he's eating. Right, right. And also, Maybe if, I, if I see them do river dance one more time, I'll fucking kill something. <laughs> no, I know. Hello, what you boys, mean. we're in Dublin, Ireland. Ireland. <laughs> I do like them being camouflaged on the zebra crossing. Uh-huh. They're just flipping back yeah, to yeah, front, yeah. back to front. Yeah. And the video thing with the bad guy is pretty good. No, we can see you now. We yes. get like video it's conferencing. Like, oh, it's like talking to my parents. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was funny. But the, the cast for Minions at the end, mm-hmm. Sandra Bullock, John Hamm, Michael Keaton, Alison Jenny, Steve Coogan. Yeah. It's like, what? Such, such a random, like... Are they just playing <laughs> and, the and Minions? I don't know. And, Mike, and Michael Keaton must be a new addition because... That's not on his IMDb page. Really? Yeah. Must wow. must be a really new addition. Or or the uh, I, I mean I I looked at the Michael Keaton IMDb page not too long ago and it wasn't fucking there. Hmm. All right, we'll wrap these up with the trailers then. So there's there's been a trailer for Powers. No, it's on there now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I looked at this like uh, when. Is this Bird- your morning check in with the Michael Keaton? No, because like uh, when when Birdman got got released and everything, I I, w- I went on his IMDb page just for the hell of it, and this was uh, not too long ago. Yeah. And his minions was not there, so I would imagine it's he hmm. was probably just. Dropping a cover voice somewhere. Yeah, recently brought in for that. And uh, did you see the TV trailer for Powers? Uh, yes, I did. It's changed a bit. Yeah. Everyone knows he was a superhero. I'm They've got the comics logo on their jackets. I'm yeah. I, I'm. Uh, I I actually quite liked it. I mean, it's different. Yeah. It's not. It's not the comic. No. But um, it's it looks pretty cool. Yeah. No, Taylor looks cool. I mean, there's like there's a lot of video, yeah. there's, there's a very small shot. And Shadow Copley looks looks pretty cool. I just didn't like it's the just, he has my fucking powers line at the end yeah, is yeah, yeah. a bit on the nose. Yeah. I mean, they kind of diffuse it a little bit by having Dina say it's not locked. 
but uh, that just feels a bit weird. And finally, the tra- well, okay, two trailers last. Uh, what, it's, we've been away a while. There's a trailer for a Japanese movie called Why Don't You Play in Hell? Oh, yeah. That's, uh, it looks a, amazing. There was a new one yesterday. I saw the one from before that. Did you see the one yesterday? I saw the one yesterday. Okay. Because it's like... The, the, it's the, 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 red, the, the red... The red band. Okay, the red band one. That. But it's Yakuza making a movie about Yakuza as cover... I think it's as cover to kill Yakuza. Is that what it seems to be? No, it's like... I get the impression that, that, that like they're Yakuza... Just making a movie. Just making a movie where they're gonna they're gonna kill each other for real on yeah. camera or some shit Some like of that. that. But but it but the impression that I get from the Red Man trailer is that the Yakuza boss is doing this just to please a chick. Yes, there's a there's a clip of him and the, yeah. the other one of him just like showing a video saying this is all for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's like a scene where like there's a girl Dyson dudes with katanas and rainbows are like animated yeah, rainbows yeah, yeah, are coming yeah, out yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah. Someone sliding across the floor in a, like a, like pool, a pool, pool of blood. Of blood. And there's this big close-up with this chick who's about to frame someone while she's got a razor blade in her mouth. Oh, is that what it is? I saw something sharp, but it was just yeah, very yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was just like, ah! And there's like, there's a great scene of like them all getting ready to go, and he's like, hang on, we got a script? What? What? <laughs> Action! Yeah! Like, Machine gun. There's one guy dressed as Bruce Lee. Yeah, yeah. It's just all sorts there's of the cameraman's firing a new machine while shooting. Yeah. It looks like a lot of fun. Uh, I can't wait to see that. Um. And finally, then uh, the gambler. Yes, the fuck you trailer. Yes, uh, this is um, uh, Mark Wahlberg, sixty pounds lighter, and uh, with uh, John Goodman um, looking very, very sinister. Mm. And um, talking about how when you're two and a half million up, you get to be fuck you guy. Yeah, boss pushes you off. Fuck you. Someone wants money. Fuck you. Yeah, you do this job for me. Fuck you. What do you say? Fuck you. It's not, it, it's. We do love syncopated trailers, mm-hmm. um, but we generally don't end up going to see the movies that they were from. Yeah. It's going to be fine. <laughs> I still haven't seen it. Yeah, neither have I. It's one of the few Coen Brothers movies <laughs> I haven't seen. I keep forgetting about it. Yeah. I have a list now. I have, I've, like, when I saw this trailer, I was like, oh shit, I gotta watch that. Again. Yeah, yeah. No, but this looks good. And yeah. it's, uh, it's directed by Rupert Wyatt, who directed Rise of the Planet of the Apes. No. And um, he also directed um, The Escapists, that really cool film, that prison break film. I need to watch that as well. That, that, that with Damien Lewis in it, right? Yeah, that was, I'm sh- and that was the movie that got him the Rise of the Planet of the Apes gig. Yeah. So I'm very curious to check this out. And also it's got Brie Larson. I like her. Mm-hmm. I used to like uh, Aubrey Plaza, but she's done the... Uh, is Aubrey Plaza? Aubrey Plaza? Is, you mean... Um, the one who... Uh, Who's doing the voice for... Aubrey Plaza. Yeah. Aubrey Plaza is doing the voice for the Grumpy Pat Cat movie. She's off the list. Well, she, you mean she was on the list at one No, point? I mean, like, she's, she's not getting into our Hollywood party. I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, no. No. Because it looks fucking awful. I didn't see it. Oh, it's... I didn't it's, see the trailer. I mean, like, I... It's awful. I, I have I have zero interest in this movie. I know, me too. Oh, I watched it purely to see how bad it was. And is it as bad as you expected it to yeah. be? Like she's giving it this. I mean, they, the setup could be interesting enough. It's like the, you know, a child wishes for a special friend at Christmas and ends up with this grumpy fucking cat. Right. But it's Garfield, like really depressed Garfield, right. and it just it looks like they're hurting the cat. <laughs> I just, it's horrible, horrible. Okay. Cool stuff. Quickly. Um. Did you see? I think Dave. Why am I? Why am I Dave? Sent us Tell this. Um, it's called Film the Blanks. Did you see this? No. Mother. 
fucker is lost because I have too many tabs open. It's essentially a website where they sell uh, posters, but they have all the text font removed. All right. So it's just like Jaws is just like a big blue thing with a red thing on top. All right. Fill so, in the blanks. And you, you can buy these posters? You can buy these posters, yeah. Fuck you, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> so like they usually Fuck just have... Fuck you. Like they have the poster, the, the most famous, the poster that the movies are made, that you know, that are known for. Like Jurassic Park is a classic one. It's just a red circle with the blocks where the text should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it yeah. looks really cool. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Dave. Uh, like some of the, 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 they've got two series of them. I can't, I can't find the page I had with all. Oh of them. shit! I want the Empire of the Sun one. The Empire of the Sun one's good. It's, it's, it's or Total Recall's pretty good as well. Oh, that's badass! <laughs> Motherfucker, how much are these? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, this is great radio. Tron is fantastic as well. Like they're just simple shapes with all the text removed. I'll post a link on the the site and you'll see that uh, when when we go up with it. Um, it's just really good. Mad Max one's pretty good as well, actually. 30 quid! <laughs> it's not even dollars, it's fucking pounds! <laughs> Fuck you! A poster that when you put on the wall, everyone who sees it will say, What's that? You should be some dumbass is like, What's wrong with your poster? <laughs> Get out of my house! <laughs> Did the letters fall off your poster? Hey, what, you, uh, you, you got some bleach on, you got some bleach on the poster, is it, or something like that? <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Get out of my house! <laughs> you, uh, stick the letters on with Velcro or something, or how does that work? Hey, what movie is this? <laughs> <laughs> For those of you listening outside of Malaysia, that's a very Malaysian thing to say. Huh? I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Bodola. Uh, all right. <sighs> you didn't get any cool stuff this week, now? Mm. No, there's a uh, there's a lot of cool stuff, but all the cool stuff I've been looking at are all fucking posters. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, like, and all the cool stuff always gets sold out really, really fast. Yeah. Although, if you guys do like posters, I highly recommend going to uh, the Hero Complex Gallery mm-hmm. and uh, checking out their Imagined Worlds. Um, the second, the second part of their Imagine Worlds um, exhibition, where they're focusing on—I showed you this, I think, the last time you were here—where um, they're focusing on uh, posters that are inspired by the works of James Cameron, Peter Jackson, John Carpenter, um, and um, Christopher Nolan. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, I got myself a "In the Mouth of Madness" poster. Nice. Because I cannot find an In the Mouth of Madness poster anywhere. And it's like, you know, it's like, if you just happen to see, it, it doesn't even have to be a nice poster. It's like, it's just like, huh? In the Mouth of Madness? Yeah. And I got, I really got to stop looking at these websites when I'm drinking. Yeah. It's really, it's really not smart. Has your DeLorean arrived yet? <laughs> no. no. That's next year. That's next year. <laughs> what about your Rocket and Groot? Next year. All next year. All next year. Yeah. You kind of know how to delay satisfaction, but not really. <laughs> so we got a good few emails because we've been off for a while if you want to email us you can contact us at podcast at there's also a contact us form on the website or you can get us on twitter I'm at McNasty Prime and I'm at Gav Yap 
Our first email comes in from Lilypad, who says, Can you sing the theme song from Frozen on your podcast? No. Fuck that song. <laughs> Lilypad, let it go. Yeah. Just let it go. I hate that song. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that song, and I hate the other song from that thing where it's Elsa. Oh, it starts at the beginning. Yeah. I was like, do you want to build a snowman? Oh, yeah. Fucking hate that song. <laughs> Like, but there is a there is an Arrested Development reference in that movie. Is there? Yeah, where they're singing the love song when love is an open door. Because we're singing every song except the theme, and uh, they're saying like we finish each other's sandwiches. Oh, okay. You know when? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So instead of sentences. That's random. Yeah, it's totally weird. I was like, because I was at the time the Frozen came out, I was doing my mainlining of um, Arrested Development. Mm-hmm. Slime Bucket emails us to say, "What? Hey, what's your favorite scene in the movie Ghostbusters?" Slime Bucket obviously listens to this podcast. We've been talking about Ghostbusters a lot recently. Uh, that's a tough one. I do like. I've been slimed. Yeah. Just no. with the with the cigarette hanging off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Off, um, Dan Aykroyd's Dan Aykroyd's face. face. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I know the the one part that no yeah, yeah the cigarette falls off him but also Bill Murray gets he just screams yes that whole yes, sequence of yes. him just walking around and and uh, Egon like running the PKE meter up the old guy and then poking him I mean for me it's a tie the first one is uh, right at the beginning before um the uh before the free, they before the class, they before they run into the uh, the class five free floating apparition yeah yeah. Uh, um, when Egon is uh, sort of like he's got his earpiece on and he's listening to bits and, and Bill Murray comes up to him and he's like <laughs> oh, <laughs> and slaps the book down <laughs> <laughs> so that would be that would be, that would be uh, the first one the second one is when uh, Rick Moranis has got that fucked up thing that Egon makes him wear that that you know that's that, like a calendar thing on his yeah, head that, yeah. that whole, and he's explaining what happened mm. and because he's got the strap onto his face when he finishes his when he finishes his sentence at the end, he smiles and his face all like <laughs> it's like then it was a instead it was a giant slaughter. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you're gonna have to do something 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 to find something like that. So I tell you, and then he, yeah. he smiles. Then yeah, that bit. But basically, I think my favorite scene in the movie Ghostbusters is the whole movie. It's a yeah. perfect movie. There's not a dud in there. Oh, and, and of course, you know, the more you think about it, you know, you, you realize all these bits. It's like walls that there's a precinct for bleeding. How do you explain that, <laughs> Lenny? Yeah, that whole that whole, that section, whole sequence again. That whole section is yes. just brilliant. Yes, it's true. This man, this man has, has no penis. Well, that's what I heard. Or <laughs> you can believe Mr. Pecker. My yeah. name is Peck. We'll get you a nice fruit, a nice muffin we'll basket. Get, he says we'll get you a in. nice fruit basket. Yeah. I'm gonna miss him. <laughs> <laughs> Cats and dogs living together, mass hysteria. Enough. I get the point. Yeah. Yeah. So there, there's so many. There's so great, much. Yeah. There's so many great bits. You know, it's like um, when we talk. Your disfine feast is the last of the petty cash. You know, yeah, yeah. It's just like <laughs> this fine feast here represents the very last of the petty cash. Like, slow, slower, chew your food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we came, we saw, we, we kicked its ass. ass. <laughs> uh, so many, so many, so many great moments. None of them are from Ghostbusters Two. No. <laughs> <laughs> Although Ghostbusters Two has a lot of funny stuff as well. Yeah, it's just the, the, the film line. itself. Yeah. yeah. And most yeah. of those, most of those movements are biscuit or whatever his name is, um, Janosch. Yeah. It's like Moonslime. 
It's like, well, so what else do you do? Well, we, we sing to it. We say sensitive, nurturing things to it. You're not sleeping with it, are you, right? <laughs> oh, you. It's always the quiet ones. <laughs> Yeah, Wales123 emails and says, Hi guys, what are your three top three Ray Fiennes movies? I loved him in In Bruges. Quote, why don't you quit whinging and cheer the fuck up? That is not the best quote from In Bruges. No. It's... Fucking midgets. Fucking midgets. No, but also the best one related to Ray Fiennes is where he's on yep. the, he slams the phone down and his wife goes, Calm down, honey. It's just an inanimate object. He says, you're a fucking inanimate <laughs> object. <laughs> and is the brilliant one is like, what is it about? You can't... You... Don't talk about me and my cunt kids. My, my cunt, my cunt children. Yeah. And you go back to your cunt wife with your cunt kids or something like that. It's Brendan Gleeson who says that to him, yeah. right? Yeah. Because he can't change, right? So it's like, you know. Well, stuff. I guess if you can include In Bruges, it would be, top three would be In Bruges, Grand Budapest Hotel, and. Yeah, he's excellent at that. And, uh, Strange Days. Strange Days is an novel. I would go with the English patient. I think I did like the English patient when I watched it the first time. I, I I also drank I think four liters of coke in that movie because it's in the desert and I just ate, I ate like a, a lot of popcorn. I was never a huge fan of the English Patient. The English Patient was like out of Africa. I can never understand why every why won so many yeah, fucking. Yeah, see, I got to see it like when it came out, so I managed mm-hmm. to avoid the hype. Yeah. Before it all became that big thing, so it's just like. No, I I saw it before the hype as well because I like Rick Vines and I like uh, Kristen Scott Thomas. You know, uh, and you know it was. Ducky. It was from the director of Truly Madly Deeply. Mm. You know, at the time, you know, and then after that he was known as the director of the English Patient. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but uh, I, I really liked Strange Days and I really liked him in it because Strange Days was the first thing I saw him in after Schindler's List. Mm. Oh, um, Schindler's List? Schindler's List, yeah. He's awful in that. He's great. He's great in that. Yeah. yeah. He's great in that. But as- to me, that's like too easy. Yeah. All right. So like since, since, this, since this dude brought up in Bruges... My favorites would be Grand Budapest Hotel, Strange Days, and Schindler's List. Mm. What, no love for Made in Manhattan? <laughs> I'm trying to think. No, no, no love for uh, the Constant Gardener? Constant Gardener. He gardens. Constantly. Constantly. <laughs> Until someone gets raped. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I still need to watch the... He's in... Uh, oh, Coriolanus. I haven't seen that yet either. And I need to watch... Coriolo, Coriolanus. Coriolanus is how Coriolanus. they it on BBC Radio. Coriolanus. 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 <laughs> um, but he's also, there was a 2012 version of Great, my, Nadia loves Great Expectations. So we watched yeah, the yeah. Ethan Hawke one mm-hmm. and we're going to watch the 2012 one with um, Helena Bonham Carter. Carter. Yeah. I, I really liked the, uh, the Ethan Hawke one. Mm. Uh, so I have no desire to watch the Helena Bonham Carter one. I don't think Nadia. I was. I enjoyed it, but I think Nadia wasn't was wasn't impressed with her rewatch because it had been framed very much as a particular time. And watching it again, it's like which one? Ethan the, the the Hawke. It's very one. much a. It's very. It's much a, a, such a nineties movie. It's, a, it's very much a grungy nineties film for sure. But it's, it's very fun. much like around the. Se- was it was after Romeo and, Ro- and Juliet? And, and, right? and, and, it was after Romeo and Juliet. Yes, it was after Romeo. Because it's very much that ilk. Yeah, and Robert De Niro is completely phoning it in. Yeah, like completely. That that bit that bit at the beginning is like some people say that the eyes are the window to the soul. He's doing this hammy shit when he's saying it. I'm but like, even when he turns up, you did good. You know, he's doing his. I'm doing my comedy thing where I kind of nod a lot and you know, yeah, repeat things quickly. Yeah. Ugh. Now, but my favorite part of the uh, Ethan Hawke one is before they grow up when they're still kids. Oh yeah, yeah. I but she's just an absolute bitch. Yeah, yeah. But but uh, I I like that. Like that whole the way, the way they handle sort of childhood infatuation. I thought that was handled very nicely. 
I never saw Spider. Spider. Which one was that? I don't know. He's kind of a serial killer or something. Did see Red Dragon? He was decent in that. He those weird teeth and shit. Yeah. No. I mean, you know. I mean, and, 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 and I love and I loved him as fucking Michael Jackson in the Harry Potter movies. Michael Jackson. Harry Potter. Potter. No one knows Michael Jackson. <laughs> he looked like Michael Jackson in those movies. <laughs> I could never take. I could never take it seriously because every time he every time he came on, it's like, why didn't they just get Michael Jackson? <laughs> Every uh, interview, podcast interview I hear with Daniel Radcliffe, Radcliffe I, I get more and more appreciation of him as an actor or for his directors because the guy can't shut the fuck up. Who, Daniel Radcliffe? Daniel Radcliffe. Have you ever heard an interview with him? No. He's always oh, terribly into everything all the time. Oh, yeah, I'm learning the guitar for this movie. It's great. Oh, I really enjoyed Horns. I just I saw the script. I was really into it. Like, oh, everything's fantastic. I mean, fair enough. He's got shit tons of money. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. But it must, I don't know how they, they must have nailed his fucking mouth shut to get him to be quiet in a scene in a movie. Mm-hmm. Or he's just like, it's just really odd to have him be so, the floodgates are always open with that guy. I've heard enough interviews now where he's like, there's no interview where he's pissed off about anything. Right. And he's just happy to talk about whatever. <laughs> That's cool. I'm happy for the guy. I'd like to, I mean, like, I've, I mean, like, I've always preferred Rupert Grint over him for some bizarre reason. I just, I just like, I just like the underdog. Yeah. <laughs> well, he gets uh, Hermione anyway. Spoilers. He gets it. Mm-hmm. Robbie Regret, Robbie Regret ends up with Hermione in the end. Yep, yep. But uh, J.K. Rowling has gone on record saying that she regrets that decision. It's like she, it's out of her hands. Yeah, it is. It is. Just never um, stop returning to the well. Email four comes in from Little Miss Troll, who is definitely Little Miss Troll because the subject on the email wasn't podcast question; it was website help. <laughs> Hi. I hate Fruza Balk. She looks like a fucking gargoyle. That's all. <laughs> Cheers. I don't mind Fruza. I, I, like, I like Fruza. I like Fazura. It's Fazura Balk. Is it? Or is it Fruza? I thought it was Fruza. I always thought it was Fruza. She's in the craft, right? Yeah. yeah. And the water boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. There was something she And she was, was in Gas Food Lodging. That with... Um, I think it's yeah. American History X I'm thinking of. She yes, was excellent yes, in. Yeah, she's a, she's an evil she's an evil looking bitch. Yeah, but I've always liked her. Yeah, I mean she does she has done some awful. Um, she's played some awful characters. Yeah, you know, but I I like her. Yeah, the water boy. Yeah, Vicky Valancourt. She's <laughs> an almost famous. Are you playing the foosball again? <laughs> I thought she was a badass in something. Like there was something relatively recently. She was kind of a badass. I haven't seen her in anything recently. Yeah. But uh, is it Faruza? F A I R U Z A. Faruza. Yeah, okay. Right? <sighs> I balk at that spelling. Hey. <laughs> I think yeah, I think, I think it was definitely American History X left a definite mark on my mind before she did The Craft. Was it? No, it was after The Craft. It was after The Craft. Oh, yeah, she was in The Island of Dr. But she was a bad guy in The Craft as well. Yeah, like well, she was like, the bad guy. Yeah, like she? Nev Campbell was the, good, was the good girl in that one. She squints McCampbell. Squints McCampbell. <laughs> squints McCampbell. What happened to her? Nev Campbell? Yeah. Lifetime movies. Hmm. <laughs> that grumpy cat movie is a lifetime movie. So again, if you want to get in contact, it's podcast at mcgappenfries.com. Let's move on to reviews. mcgappenfries.com. Yeah, yeah podcast at mcgappenfries.com. Oh, yeah, correct. Right. Reviews time. <clears throat> Review time. Well, we'll start with... We'll we start with... Kick off with Interstellar. Okay, yeah. This movie's not 2001. Okay. Um, they've done a good job with the marketing of this. It's all mystery and all that kind of stuff. Um, what I can say, I, this is non-spoilery, obviously. Yeah. Um, there's so much to not spoil about this movie. 
Um, the trailers have given it a look, uh, given it a, a kind of a, a feeling of like a grand um, effort on that behalf of mankind. Mm-hmm. It ain't that. It isn't. No, like the first couple of the first good first third of the show, movie nearly is just showing you lights. Fuck, like, it's an. I don't think they say what what year it is, mm-hmm. but they Noel does a really really good job of building this world through small details. Right. Like John Lithgow talking about, like he barely remembers when there were six billion people on the planet. Uh-huh. There's like everyone, every, all the resources of humanity is purely put into making sure we have enough food. Right. Um, McConaughey's wife has died because there wasn't enough MRI machines. Right. Okay. Like it's that kind of like there's a shot of the, the drone coming down at the beginning in the in the trailers and about that. Like mm-hmm. and it is that he can use that stuff for for things, but literally the like in the best example is the school. Uh, his daughter has some trouble when he has to go to a parent teacher meeting and. The teacher's talking about like she's always going about the moon landings and like that's not she has the old textbooks. Right. They don't have the new textbooks, which you know highlight how the moon landings were a propaganda war against the Soviets and how we would never be that wasteful with our resources ever again. Mm-hmm. Like it's that fucked. Mm-hmm. Um, humanity's barely clinging on. For spoilery reasons, Coop McGonagall's Coop gets involved with the last vestiges of NASA who have been hi- essentially hiding because if anyone finds out they're wasting money on this crap. Right. Riots. Right. Okay. And they've been in hiding since they were asked to nuke hungry people from space. Okay. That's how bad bad it's gotten. Yeah. Okay. And <clears throat> it's not a, a star drive. There's an extra element to it. Mm-hmm. There's a worm. There's a stable wormhole near Saturn. Near Saturn. Mm-hmm. The why and what's what it's there for and how, who made it and all that kind of stuff are up to the movie to explain to you. Mm-hmm. Um, McConaughey is like the they say he's the last. He's either born too too early or too late. He was a test pilot, but that was just before things finished. Right. So him happening upon this group is very helpful because none of the other scientists have actually even been inside a fucking spacecraft. Right. Whereas he's flown one. So he has to make a decision. Is he going to help these people check it? They've already sent people through. Okay. They know there's possible places for humanity, new life for refuge for humanity, but they don't get much else back. It's just like a thumbs up or a thumbs down. That's all that comes true. Right. So they're going into the unknown himself um, and Hathaway... Where's Bentley? Where's Bentley's having a little bit of a career resurgence lately? Yeah, I guess he finally, uh, finally like found some time to put the cocaine down and yeah. just. And uh, David Gassi, who turns up in a lot of things, I can't. David, was he, is he the dude from um, Rise of the Planet of the Apes? Was he, is he the, oh, is he a black guy? He's a black guy. Oh no, he's not the guy. Oh, he's in Dark Knight Rises. I was in Cloud Atlas. Well, he's not the guy I was thinking of, but um, he looks different in this movie than he does in real life. All right, yeah, he's not the dude I'm thinking of then. Yeah, but uh, you know, they go, they go through, and shit happens. And um, and Jessica Chastain is on Earth. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, this is. Uh, what about Eric Foreman? What's he doing? <laughs> Eric Foreman turns up near the very, very end. Right. <laughs> I can't really say much about him. Oh, it's a spoilery sort of. No, thing. no, no, not at all. It's just that. Even just saying that, you're gonna piss people off, right? I see. Um, because yeah, this should be like relative. This movie. I just saw his name there. And like, what the fuck? <laughs> What's Eric Foreman? Oh, doing? oh, the other fucker. Have you heard this TV show, Scorpion? I think I told you about yeah, it. Yeah, I watched the, the first Cap- episode. Catherine McPhee show. Yeah, yeah, and there's a guy in that who pissed me off. It took me out of the end of the movie because it's like a very small scene with the lead actor from Scorpions in, and I have nothing against the guy, but that first episode of that show annoyed me so much. That just watching that, I just apparently went, it got better. Apparently, I don't know. The people who have watched it are either feeding me. Like the second one wasn't bad. I was gonna, I'm gonna write a takedown of the first one, and they, they they try to say, "Oh no, you should watch more." And I don't know whether that's just to see my reaction or it actually gets good. Anywho, so it's weird that it keeps flashing back to Callan in Ireland because I've driven past there and it's weird. It's a, I'll, I'll play. Anyway, ignoring all that, yeah, Interstellar. 
AKA Relativity Bites. Yeah. Um, because it is. <laughs> Finally, someone. <laughs> Very clever. Hey, Very clever. I've been touching that all week on Twitter. No one's, no one's biting. Um, because it is that you are traveling through. There's a wormhole travel. Where they're on the other side, there's a wormhole. As well, not a wormhole, a black hole. So, you know, there are time dilation effects. It's not just star drives and traveling fast distances. It's also relativity because, like, there's one planet they reach that actually time goes faster the longer you're on it. Um, it's a very subtle film. You know, they don't go... They're not landing on pink planets. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they shot in Iceland and all that kind of stuff because it does look... It looks it looks very much like it was shot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the space scenes look great because you don't see matte lines. But, I mean, the effects these days are great anyway. All the stuff they have is worn and, and you know, is kind of, you know messed up and stuff like that mm-hmm. but it is literally you know the tension is fantastic like even just going through they don't know what's going to happen to them and every step along the way horrible fucking things can happen and there's like it took two years to get from earth to the wormhole right humanity does not have the resources to build another one yeah that's it they're on their own yeah and they've got to find a place for us or we're done yeah um it does try to go into the weightier themes you know there's you know love relationships you know the 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 there's this kind of thing that breaks between Coop and his kids. Like he doesn't leave under good terms, mm-hmm. and it constantly eats away at him and his daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, the secrets that are revealed. That when are he goes, it is once they're in space. Does it stay in space, or do, do they cut back they and cut forth? Back. Right. Um, they do it quite cleverly. There is a bit of like they can get messages from Earth, but they can't send them back. Right. So there's a bit of that, and like. There's messages queued up over time and things like that, and then it'll, it'll show someone talking, and then it'll cut to their end. Right. So I mean, it, it balances out pretty well between the two. Right. Um, it, it it's diet two thousand and one. Okay. Like they won't be puzzling over this. Like they won't. People won't still be talking about like the Stargate sequences they do in two thousand and one, or what the fuck is going on at the end of two thousand one. Yeah. The fuck's going on at the beginning of two thousand one. What yeah. the fuck's yeah. going on the whole way through two thousand one. Yeah. Um, but it is 2001 with a heart. There, does that, that can be a flaw sometimes. There's a big, Anne Hathaway gives a speech at one point, which is like, hey, we know it's a long movie, but here's the point of the movie we're going to get to later, just to have a quick primer so you know what it's all really about later. Yeah. And it's like, it's so ham-handed. It's, and it's putting it on the only female character is kind of bullshitty. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, she's the one talking about love. It's like, oh. um, but it is really good. Like, it's just, well, I mean, I think, you know, no one's expecting it to be bad. You know what I mean? I, 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 think, I am worried, I think, though, that people... I think the, the thing with this movie is that it was never a question of, is this movie going to be good? It was always yeah. a question of, how good is this movie going to yeah. be? Yeah. And that's the thing. I think it's very good. I think it's, I enjoyed it. But I do feel that people need to temper their expectations it's, a bit. Is it your favorite Nolan film? I need to watch it another couple of times. Well, please. I mean, like, off the top of your head. Like, you know, like, just based, like, on, based on first-time viewing experiences. Is this your favorite Nolan film? I think I prefer The Dark Knight for the, for the second okay, What's your favorite Nolan film? Probably The Dark Knight, I'd say. Have you seen Memento? Yes. Have you seen Insomnia? Yes. Huh. Well, yes. So, all all those movies, The Prestige... But Dark also, Dark I'm like Benny from the Lego movie, like... Spaceship! Like, <laughs> yeah. this is... And this is like... I understand... I, under, well, I don't understand, but I'm aware of pretty much everything through it. Like, I read a, a Hollywood Reporter article where they obviously hadn't seen the movie, but they're interviewing people. Yeah. And they're talking about it's ambitious, and I was kind of like, no, you're just not... That's the problem here. Yeah. You know, you're bigging it up. Like, the concepts that are here are concepts that you'll catch on any day-to-day science program or I fucking love science we'll talk about. You know what I mean? Um, the ending does go a bit 2001, but it's all explained very clearly. Right. And there's a bit that, the, 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 the spoilery thing that happens to get him involved in the program. If you've seen 
uh, the outer limits. Mm-hmm. You'll pretty much guess exactly where that's going, and it's exactly where you think it's going. Right. Um, I felt I, I would have come out of it like it's the ten as an experience. It's fantastic. The tension when things are happening. That Zimmer score is fantastic as usual. Yeah. Um, I found myself tapping my foot in time with the beat and in t- out of just sheer Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Because like you know, just entering an atmosphere can be terrifying when yeah. you don't know what you're going into. Yeah. Or the horrifying speeds when you go around a black hole or. You know, matching rotation with different things, all that kind of stuff, or just tension. It's very, it's a, it's a roller coaster ride. Does it need to be as long as it is? Probably not. Right. Um, but it, it needs to have that big section on it. Must so you watch it on IMAX? I would ha- recommend it. It's not showing. Like, it's it's not like oh, look at the pretty thing. It's not two thousand and one. Look at the grandeur. It's very much work a day. Let's get on with it. But it's still, I, I still like in two thousand one. IMAX, you're feeling it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I did feel a little left bound by the ending because the emotional note is going one way and the visuals kind of go another way. Mm-hmm. And I get where it was going, but I thought that there's, there's definitely another shot that would have left you coming out of it more. I would have left me with a better feeling at the end of it. Right. Um, but yeah, it is very good. Um, I think that length might hurt it eventually because I don't know if people will watch it over. I don't, I mean, I'm thinking again, it would be a while before I watch it again. Right. Um, just because it is that fucking long. Um, I'm in a small coke. <laughs> Still dying <laughs> toilet like halfway through. Um, okay, cool. But yeah, Matthew McConaughey's great. Um, and Hathaway's good, you know. Um, when you see it, there's a certain actor that turns up and he's got a thankless role mm-hmm. and he does what he can with it. Um, but yeah, it's great to see John Lithgow and Michael Caine on the same screen together at points. So oh, cool. That's cool. And uh, yeah, it's, it, I think it's, it's, it's an inspirational film in that like, you know, we're going to fuck ourselves up eventually to get out there in space again, you know. Right. So it is cool. I highly recommend. I don't. I just want to. I don't mean to seem negative. It's just that I want to prepare people to go in. Like if you go with the right expectations, you'll fucking love it. Right. But if you're going in expecting something that's going to be mind bending, all that stuff, it's not. Right. Tell me about Joe. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, just going back in time. This is. Um, I actually, otherwise, I wouldn't have anything to review. But I just happened to see this movie recently. This movie came out last year. Um, and this was um, the, yeah, the film Joe that was uh, directed um, by David Gordon Green, um, who directed uh, Prince Prince um, Prince Avalanche and also directed Pineapple Express, also directed George Washington. Mm. Um, and uh, this this is uh, Prince Avalanche Express. No, Pineapple Express. Oh. <laughs> Prince Avalanche. Ah, sorry. And then I think that is, I think it's Prince Avalanche, right? With Paul Rudd and Emil Hirsch. I think mm. so. Anyway, if I'm wrong, you can fucking correct me at uh, podcast.meetupandfries.com. Yeah. Um, and so this revolves around uh, an ex-con by the name of Joe, played by Nicolas Cage. Hey! Who, um, who meets this, um, this 15-year-old kid uh, named Gary. Um, uh, and it's basically about their relationship and how uh, Joe ends up becoming a very, very unlikely role model for this kid. Um, it takes place in the in the sort of like the backwoods area in uh, of the of the deep south, and uh, this kid Gary, um, you know, I mean, it's this is this is the America that America never wants you to see, you know, like the, you really get a sense of how grimy and how backwards some of these places are, um, and uh, this kid Gary just has a fucked up life. His dad is this guy, um, uh, his name is Wade G Dog, you know, and like, and he's just your total like typical redneck bum alcoholic unemployed uh just abusive 
Yeah. But 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 at the same time, very sad individual, and um, and he just treats his he treats his kid like shit. He's got he's got two kids. There's there's Gary and Gary's got a sister um, who who never ever speaks, and um, and so ba- and basically when when Nick when we meet the character of Joe, he's basically uh, helping out all of these sort of. Um, uh, helping all these black guys by offering them work mm. to uh, sort of uh, poison trees so they can knock these trees down and build uh, build strong pine trees. Mm. And um, and so when when we meet him, he's just manhandling a fucking snake. And it's a real snake. Mm. And as Nicolas Cage has said in numerous interviews, there's no stunt double there. That's just, oh, I just thought I'd handle this he fucking the story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, and then this kid just walks in and is not afraid of the snake at all, and that's kind of how they meet. And he says that he wants a job, so he offers him offers him a job, and then that's just kind of their relationship sort of goes from there. Yeah. And and it's kind of how like as the film goes on, movies like this, you never know, you, you never you, you you never think are going to go in any positive direction. Yeah, it's doom and gloom from the start. You know, uh, and there is there you know there is just like which which nightmare scenario is going to happen? Yeah, yeah. Um, although it is incredibly charming. Really, Nicolas Cage is amazing in this, and it's a very un Nicolas Cage performance. Mm. He's incredibly restrained. There's only one. There, I can only think of one bit where I saw Nicolas Cage. You know, and that's there's this bit where he goes to see the hooker, and he hates the hooker's dog, and the and the and, and the and the dog starts barking, and he totally cages out of the dog. <laughs> I cage that. He totally cages out of the dog. You know, but aside from that, it's a really amazing performance, and it's but the thing that I loved about the film, it's a great film by the way. It's a okay, great, great film. Um, the thing that is uh, great about it, and is also very uncomfortable about it, is that it doesn't feel like a, it doesn't feel like anyone's acting. Oh wow! It feels very real, um, you know. And uh, I was I was watching the movie, and I'm thinking, who the fuck is this guy playing the dad? You know, this guy Wade. It's an amazing, amazing performance, and it does not look like a performance. Yeah. It you know, and um, and then I went and found out, and uh, that's the only movie he's ever done. Wow. Um, he David Gordon Green plucked him from the streets. He was a real homeless guy, alcoholic. Tur- homeless guy from the from the streets. Jesus. Put him in the film, and um, and after the movie was over, uh, like a couple of months before the movie was coming out, uh, he was found dead in a puddle of water. Fuck. So it's like, it's like he's only ever done this just just the one movie, but it's an astounding performance. Wow. Uh, and all of the performances are just across the board. It's like it just doesn't feel like anyone's acting. Yeah. And uh, Nicolas Cage has this monologue uh, mo- monologue in it that I found like it, it's it's done you know it's uh, it's done while sort of like intercutting with a whole bunch of other shit that's going on in the film and uh, and it's and it's and it's it's this thing that Nicolas Cage is saying to this other sort of like hooker who's staying with him because like she's on the run or something and uh, I was so so impressed by it that I had to write it down <laughs> <laughs> You know, but you could just Google that shit. You know that. No, no, but it was just one of those things. You're watching it, and you're like, "Fuck, this is really, this is really powerful." And just the imagery that is juxtaposed with is very good. And it's and it goes like, "There's nothing I can do, and I hate it." You look at me like I can make a move, but why you look at me like that? Don't you care? I don't know who I am, but I know that what keeps me alive is restraint. Keeps me out of jail. Keeps me from hurting people. 
the mark of some fucked up faith is that there's a reason, a reason for all of this, a reason in most moments I shouldn't do what I want to do, I do as I'm told. And these men who bust their asses work like dogs, I believe in them, but every day they hurt, they get old, and they peel back. There's no frontier anymore. You know, and it's just lines like that, and, mm. it, and, it, doesn't, and it doesn't feel written. Yeah. You know what I mean? It feels very raw. sort of, very raw. And, um, and it just reminds you of all, of, it reminds you why, why you like Nicolas Cage. I mean, Nicolas Cage makes some shit films, but every once in a while he'll just knock one out of the park like this, and you're just, it's like with adaptation or leaving, he'll, he'll give you a reason to remind you of why you go see his movies in the first place. Cool. And he shows that he is perfectly capable of not caging out. Hmm. You know, and that, that's just him talking about not caging out that restraint. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, no, he's got there, he's got like a, you know, I mean, he has like a history with the cops and all the cops know him. And there's one great scene where he gets pulled over by a new cop who doesn't know who he is. Mm -hmm. And it's just brilliant. <laughs> and then so much so that like when he goes back home, the cops are waiting for him, right? After this thing. And it's like, and, and no one has, no one's giving him any shit. They're like, how you doing, Joe? Yeah. yeah that's it. All right. You got a new guy working for you? Yes, we do. We heard you had a run-in with him. <laughs> it's like, yeah, don't worry about him. He'll learn. <laughs> you know, it's one of those, uh, it's great. Cool. I, I really, really enjoyed it. Awesome. I mean, you know, not sure, if, not sure if enjoyed is the right word to use, but it's a really good film. Yeah. It's your kind of uh, relaxing art piece. Or yeah. reality art piece. There you go. Taking a hard right turn into the Kitty. The Book of Life. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to do Big Hero 6. So, uh, Big Hero 6 is this weekend here. I'll be up until January until the UK for some fucking reason. Uh, what were you saying earlier? You said you said it on cast, right? It was, or did you said forecast. It used to be a Marvel Disney. Yeah, I said it on joint. the cast. Yeah, it, it's just that the cast was that, is that long. Yeah. <laughs> well, we did. We, there's a lot to catch up on. I know, I know, I know. I and mean, if we don't talk about it, people ask us what we're talking. Yes, yes, yes. Or we'll not. You yeah. Know. It, no, I mean, it was originally a Marvel property. I think I have one of the comics. Oh, really? Lying around somewhere. Because hmm. uh, because I think when it came out, it was at that point where Marvel was dabbling in manga, and I just basically bought all the first issues. Fool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, now that Marvel's not a part of this, you know, maybe, mm -hmm. maybe you might be able to make like 10 bucks on it or yeah. something. So, uh, yeah, set in the city of San Francisco. Tokyo. Brilliant. It doesn't really need to be that there, but it's regard it's just a weird pastiche they have going on. Um, it does go for some nice vistas because the Golden Gate Bridge looks like, uh, is it Tonkatsu Gate? No, what mm -hmm. are those gates that they have in Japan? Uh, know. You know those big gates, those fucking yes, big... Yes. Arch things that look like that. Those are the pillars of the Golden Gate Bridge. So it's kind of cool. Um, so there's two orphans, Tadashi and Hiro, and um, like they said, Hiro's a genius already. Mm -hmm. He's just fucking around like in Robot Wars, basically. Which is you know, it's nice to think back to Robot Wars. I got a very uh, space vibe off it. <laughs> War bastard. War bastard. <laughs> That's not fair. That's not fair. Um. So through one thing, his brother. Yeah, he, his brother introduces him to like he's he's just he's a waste he's wasting he's he graduated high school at like thirteen he's fourteen now he's not really doing anything um his brother is enrolled in the local university and works with a load of geeks to build all sorts of cool shit mm -hmm. so he brings him there to try and get him to do something with his life because all he's doing is playing these video uh, these robot war games and mm -hmm. gambling on them um <clears throat> his brother's working on a this big. Baymax robot that we've seen from the trailers of the big yeah, white. Yeah, yeah, and like yeah. it, it's actually it's built to be as cuddly as possible because it's supposed to be like a medical yeah. med bay robot right. um, and you know it only, the cute little things that will only go away when you say my, my, my care is complete or right. my care is satisfactory satisfactory 
and it, it activates when you say L, which is okay. kind of cool. So he bang, bangs his head and the fucking thing pops up. Um, so there's some tragedy along the way and his, he kind of cuts, the hero's cut off from a lot of his life and accidentally reawakens the robot and kind of starts getting back into life again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and part of that involves a project you worked on that was involved in the tragedy mm-hmm. and something's happening with that project that he didn't know about mm-hmm. and himself and the robot try to sort it out. The robot's hilarious. This is a great kids movie. I've got, I, I hope, I've got a feeling that it could be like Frozen for Boys, although boys did like for I mean, in a stereotypical way. There's no singing. There's a couple of fucking Fallout Boy songs, but they're not, you know, it's like we're, we're having a montage. Let's play some Fallout Boy. Um, and like, there's a lot of, there's a stuff in the movie, in the trailers about like getting this big soft marshmallow robot to try and be Iron Man. Like, he even has an Iron Man interface and stuff like that. There's, there's right. slight hints like that. Um, but there's also, it's called Big Hero 6 for a reason. There are, for the members of the team, right, that kind of come to their own and you know build a little, build a little relationship, um, and it's I, I, I think it's executive produced by John Lasseter, so there is the Pixar twist. You know, it's it's become such a trope now, like you know that it can't be as simple as it's made up to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but that twist usually is reinforces the emotions of what's going on. It does work pretty well. Um, it works very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. The some some screensavers all over the fucking place. There's some. There's, there's this Kabuki mask bad guy who has like basically they're not nanobots because they're yeah, yeah like yeah, 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 yeah you know there's some shots of like uh, this Kabuki based bad guy who basically has like it's like nanotech but they're big. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's all these kind of like tendrils of like constantly like, like the shitty robot arms from Matrix or the baby face. Yeah. Like that kind of stuff, but right. cooler. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of cool stuff with that or the way that interacts with things and how the big Hero 6 group get to do stuff and how they work and all that kind of thing. So there's very cool stuff in there. Right. Um, but it is, it's like, you know, building a kid version of the Avengers almost. Right. Um, I really enjoyed it. It's a really fun kids movie. There's, it's plenty emotional affecting. Uh, there's some... I'm not sure if this is Kevin Smith talking about like watching old movies and rolling a tear on shit. I think I'm reaching that stage as well. Whereas before, I'd just be like, ah, fuck this kid shit. I'm like, oh, I got that guy. Mm-hmm. Interstellar had me the same fucking way at times. It's like, oh, God, human endeavor is over. Oh, God. Um, but I really, really enjoyed it. It's uh, it's funny. It's exciting. It looks great. Um, it seems to be that the Disney Animation house style now is the frozen faces. They have that very much. There's one character at the beginning that's completely not that, which is kind of weird. He's like, a, he looks like a Russian mobster. Oh yeah. But everyone else has got that kind of, you know, that, that, that kind of. They look like they're made out of soft yeah, plastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I know the, I know the look. But that's fine. It's yeah. just that's the house style, and it yeah. works fine. Yeah. Um, but it's cool. Uh, voicing's all cool. Oh, that's I forgot to mention. Still at the robots, but never mind. Um, it's just a cool, fun movie. It's very, it is quite funny. Like the bits that you have seen. Well, the, well the, I mean, like the the, the trailer's funny. Yeah. Trailer cracked me up, so... And there's a lot more interaction with Baymax that is generally funny and with other people that's generally funny. There's a great character called Fred who's essentially Jay from okay. Jane Silent Bob. Yeah, yeah. And there's some fantastic reveals about his life and stuff like that and some of the Marvel tie-in jokes are there. Right. Stay after the credits, there's a very good Marvel tie-in joke I highly recommend sticking around for. Oh, there's a, there's a sting? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. It's not... It's... It's not, it's not something that leads into anything. It's, no, but it's, it's just set up like it could for something, but that would be, it's almost like Howard the Duck Cow Stars thing. Right, right, right. Um, but it's really, really funny. Okay. Um, and even just like when they, you know, this guy's a genius and he helps these people come up with their like idea, like it's based upon their tech, but also a, you know, a, a power suit or something like that for each of them. Mm-hmm. And Fred's is, is idiotic. It's stupid. It's brilliant. Right. Um, 
Highly recommend it. Bring your kids. I don't. See, I mean, there there is weighty. There's a lot. There's a bit of depth in this and how dealing with that kind of stuff is. I haven't seen how the BBFC rates it. I mean, it gets a bit dark in the middle, and the kid is bummed about shit. And or not middle, but end of the first third almost. Right, right. Um, I don't know how young kids will react to that. Right. Could be like, oh, is it? Um, it's not graphic in any way, shape, or form, but you know, some themes sometimes can freak kids out. That's true. Um, I really enjoyed it and finished off the animation stuff. The Book of Life is again, it's two weeks ago. I think it's just about finishing in Malaysian cinemas. Mm-hmm. I saw it. Um, I really enjoyed it. Again, that was another prime example of the trailer setting me up to go left and the movie actually went right, then left. Okay. There's a lot more to the movie before the Land of the Dead really comes to play. Right, right. The two Lands of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a whole framing device of like these kids going to a school. They're the trouble kids going to a, a museum and then being told the Book of Life and the Book of Life. They're animated similar, in kind of a style, more stylized way than the Big Hero 6 characters. Mm-hmm. And then the Book of Life, the characters in the Book of Life are from this one particular story from the Book of Life are also there as toy statues. Right. And that's why the main characters in the main story all have this wooden kind of boxy look. Right. Which works really well. Like you can see their fingers have hinges. Right. Like there's hinges on their knuckles. Okay. And it's a very cool kind of, not kind of a pinata, but you know, like a wooden pinata almost. Yes. Um, it's a, it, there's a, there's a, a bet between La Muerte, who's the lady of the land of the living, which is where if you're remembered when you're dead, you live in the land of the remembered, which right. is where everyone parties all the time. Right. If, however, all your relatives, all your friends die, um, you end up in the land of the forgotten, which is Zabulba's place, which is, um, Ron Perlman. Who's great? Okay. And they put a bet on which of two boys will end up with this girl. Right. And that little girl doesn't little girl, the kids at this point. And that little girl isn't really into that bet. They don't know about it. Um along the way there are mythical badges, a bit of cheating going on with different things, trips to the land of the dead, dealing with history of your family and your greatest fears, all that kind of stuff. Um Channing Tain is pretty funny as I think it's Juan or something like that. Like his battle cries is his name. Mm-hmm. Um, it's generally quite funny. Um as I said, nice and surprising. The songs are one of the best parts about it. They're all incredibly mercifully short. Mm-hmm. But they're all pretty good in that when they leave you, they leave you fine. There's a cover by... There's, a, there's an indie cover that comes out of nowhere that just like knocks you. It's perfect for the scene. And they just do one verse of it. You know what I mean? It's not like we're going to do three bars in a chorus or three verses in a chorus for this song. Mm-hmm. It's like, here's the gag. Here it is. Let's move on. Cool. Um, visually, it looks lovely. Um, I don't know whether I've been spoiled by like... You know, it, it basically wants to do for Day of the Dead what The Nightmare Before Christmas is for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a cool movie. And Ron Perlman's voice is always good. And the songs, I was listening to the soundtrack afterwards, it was always a good sign. I was actually annoyed. I think actually Symphony in Gold or something like that, one of the, one of the like, Ennio Morricone songs from A Fistful of Dollars or something like that is in it. Oh, really? Yeah, it's cool. So I would recommend uh, checking that as well while you can. Uh, it's good for kids. That's not terrifying at all, I'd say. So it's very good. The thing I forgot to mention about um, the Interstellar is that there are two 2000 ass, one fucking 2000 ass things in it. There are these androids. Remember we saw the trailer, the last trailer that we saw where we broke our rule of two rule for trailers? And there was uh, this weird... I, I, I didn't see the trailer that, that bit. There was some weird walking thing. I mentioned it. You did. I, I only saw the first two trailers. I didn't see the third trailer. They're basically monolith robots. Mm-hmm. Case and Tars. I want to give Case a shout out because I see everyone talking about Tars, but Case is my man. Mm-hmm. They're cool. They just—they just got human voices. There's no treatment on it at all. They're not morose, but some of the best parts of Interstellar are them talking with um, Matthew McConaughey about different settings. Mm-hmm. Like, what's your humor setting at? It's like 65. It's like let's update to, uh, update that to 90. It's like okay, 
self-destruct activated. Let's bring it back down to 70. You know what I mean? There's just, they're kind of, they're antiques already. They are these big blocks, but when you see them in action, they're fantastic. Right. So they are the, I, th- I thought they were just like such a, like the kind of, they're not shoehorned in, they're just, they're, they're just there in the background. Yeah. And it's a nice, again, it's another part of the world building. They were the height of technology, but they're old. Right. And that's kind of cool. So, is that it? It would appear so. It would appear so. So that was, oh, Jesus, that, if we go for 45, if we go for 55 more seconds, we've done two hours. <laughs> <laughs> Normal, if, new listeners, um, we don't usually go this long, but thank you for listening this long. If we do listen this long, email us in and we'll say thank you next time. Yep. Um, thanks for listening. Yep. See ya. Catch you next time.